What up, Gummy Knights? This is the one and only Shogun. Yo, we got a jam-packed episode this week. We got skits. We got listener letter. We got the rundown. We got topics on top of topics and more and more and more. But we also got a special presentation. Presidential Cole Jackson is having his first presidential debate. So make sure you listen to the full episode. And at the end of the episode, the debate will start. Cole Jackson got to defend his crown. Will he win? I don't know. Let's see. Sit back, relax, get your headphones, get your popcorn, get your drinks and all that because you're getting ready to enter the one and only Gummy Podcast. I've been manipulated, titulated. I'm, I'm from the ghetto. I've been people for a long time. Sir. You let people talk, they're going to tell you. Hey, shout out to T.I., man. Nah. Nah? Mm-mm. Okay. Even the broken clock is right at least two times a day. Even the trash can gets a steak. There you go. Man. Well, well about that steak in the trash can, look... <laughs> Right. <laughs> I was gonna say about the steak of the trash can. We back, man. Now you want to start rapping because it's like, yeah, you know how that go. Oh my god! What's happening? How y'all doing? Welcome back to the one and only Good Name Podcast. This is Shogun. I'm showing my whole ass. <laughs> Sorry, I can't stop it. It don't matter. It's Cole Jackson, and I'm showing my whole ass too. We are two halves make one whole, which is a complete asshole. Hey, it's a that nice forms this booty. wonderful, con- this wonderful <laughs> podcast. Voltron. Glad, glad to, glad to make it back for another. Wonderful episode. Yes, 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 y'all. Yes, yes, y'all. Put your hands up. Am I getting robbed? No. I got some deodorant on. I do oh, too. Stick up. Stick up. All right. Anyway. That was terrible. <laughs> yep. That's why that I was, was horrible. Mm-hmm. Hey, so I'm going to start the show off by. 
Nah, it wasn't that bad. It was. It was that bad. I'm gonna start the show off by saying fuck Popeyes. Fuck them. Because they want they expect you to bring your own bun. <laughs> I mean Fuck them. Fuck you. Get the fucking get the damn chicken sandwiches back. I don't even eat them hoes. But get them back. Stop. Stop. Stop it. Stop it. Stop. Everybody hush. Hush. And listen. Cause I'm about to give you the secret. To what the fuck y'all are witnessing? What you niggas, N E G U S of the royal kind, that niggas, N I double G S, what y'all are seeing right now are free people arguing over who got the best master. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. So, we're gonna go back to silent. Let's register this shit back down. We're going to lock this back down. So I'll tell you when America was great. Seven years after the ending of the Civil War. Exactly what Hold, Candace, because you, you didn't give the comment. So you weren't prepared for that one. Seven, no, but that's, that's not to jump on Candace because, again, I'm disagreeing with my friend. Seven years after the end of the Civil War, blacks within seven to 15 years accumulated over 15 million acres of land. Since, hold on, before we get to clapping because the niggas bought some shit. Black people were the only skilled labor in there. So if it was welding to be done, iron bending, cotton picking, it was black people. So instantly, your value became more. And Candace has a point. The point that she made about illegal immigration affecting you is that it's going to affect you at some point. Why? If the Kegel Chicken Factory is hiring illegally illegal immigrants at an undercut on the rate, it affects the black people who live there who should be demanding 20 bucks an hour because they're being undercut. So when they get wiped out, they have to hire blacks, pay them, and unionize. So she's right on that. But hold the fuck on, I'm not finished. You have to remember that people who look like you immigrate too. So before you widely say, fuck them all, remember, America is always going to have a slave class. And if illegal immigrants or legal immigrants will not be the lowest paid workers, those in prison will be, and that always ends up looking like one of their sons. So it circles back around. So that's why people who are black, who are from two different plantations, got to get the fuck away from Massa long enough to say, how are we going to burn down both their fucking houses? Now, this is my thought. This is my thought. I don't care if you destroy the Republican or Democratic Party, because at one time, blacks were Republicans. And you dominated those seven years after, civil, after, um, after the Civil War. You were Republicans. You had more blacks in the House and Senate than you do now. And you dominated your own economic communities. You did that as Republicans. As Democrats, you did the same in cities like Atlanta. You failed in other cities. But the most important thing is self-organizing. By the time we get to a candidate, we should have a list that says white man, white woman, these are our demands. You can meet them and get our vote or not, and we're going to stay home and crochet and make collard greens. But what you cannot do <laughs> is continue to argue over who is the best master. I don't give a fuck if it's Trump, Obama, your mama, my mama. What the fuck do you have for me and my community? Now... If you do not, and if you stop playing, 
If you stop playing, oh, I'm going to say the snazziest shit to each other on stage. I'm going to show that motherfucker this is going to be a quotable. And we close up the doors and we simply say, how do we take the good of what you have, the good of what you have, the good of what you have and you have, how do we shape it into a 10-point agenda to present, to present, to present to every local, state, and national politician. If you cannot meet points on our agenda, we simply can't support you. I like you. I love your casinos, Mr. Trump. I like you, Bernie. I like maple syrup that comes from Vermont. But what do you have for us? Now, when talking about have black people done better, we keep doing better and we keep getting knocked down. We keep doing better and we keep doing knockdown. So I'm going to tell people, this is your homework. Fuck trying to convince you. I want you to go home tonight. I want you to listen to Thomas Soul. I want you to listen yes. to, hold on, I got you coming. You look, my nigga, my nigga. All right. Yes. So right there. I want you to listen to Walter E. Williams. Yes. I want yes. you to listen to Antonio Moore. I want you to listen to Yvette Carnell. I want you to listen to the economic strategy of Elijah Muhammad and Marcus Garvey. I want you to listen to the political strategy of Stokely Carmichael. I need you to get on your study and prove yourself worthy shit because I'm tired of arguing who got the best master. You are already free. Now, nigga, act like it. Do your research. Yeah. Do yeah. your research and decide what's best for you. Because what's best for us in Atlanta was a black man who said, okay, I'm the mayor now. You want to do business with Atlanta, meaning you want to have an opportunity zone? 29% of all government contracts had to be attached to black people. When he found out that there were no black architectural firms, he said black people build driveways, we can build airport runways. So he gave the white architectural firms the rights to build the airport, the fucking Herman Russell company laid the drive, laid the, laid the plane. So my thing is, as black people, how are we going to get in the room together Stop fighting over who's master. Decide what our agenda is and how to leverage it. I don't care who agrees with Cap or JD or Jay-Z. I care that black people as a whole showed up to work that day. What if nobody would have showed up to work? What if everybody said, you know what, fuck it, my nigga. What if everybody on the same day would have done that? If everybody, every policeman, every beer salesman, every car parker, every NFL analyst would have not showed up. Until we ready to do that, we're not serious about being free. That's real. You just here to see a show and argue over who got the best master. Until we decide what is the real breaking point. If blacks are 15% of this nation, we should be 15% of Wall Street. We should be 15% of music execs. 15% yeah. of Hollywood execs. 15% of governors. 15% of mayors. And until you hit that 15%, you're failing, 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 fucking failing. No matter who your master is. So pick a better master. I say kill your masters and get your own shit. Clip that you heard came from the revolt, the revolt conference that that happened this past weekend. Yes, and they decided to put Killer Mike, Ti, Candace Owens, and a whole bunch of other left and right wing black folks on one stage, and they kind of went back and forth about Black America. I thought that was pretty. Funny. How you feel about it? Did you watch the whole thing? Because I I haven't. Um, it's an hour and thirty minutes. And I still have about 45 minutes left. So you didn't watch it? <laughs> no, I watched it. I watched some of it. And then yeah. I just kind of was like, eh. Because they, they, 
Was it a good talk? Yeah, conversation was actually. I mean, I really feel like that's kind of cool to be able to do both sides. Like, were that. they fair? Mm, no, because the crowd is most definitely not going to listen to Candace Oden. Why not tonight. though? Because you don't go to that conference for that. You go for networking and for music and stuff like that. And they decided to put some social Same. activism in there, and that's cool. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I can't be mad at that. Right. But the crowd is not going to listen to what Candace Owens and I cannot think of the other young lady's name, and I apologize. They're not going to listen to what they got to say. They're going to most definitely listen to what T.I. got to say. I'm most definitely am more of a Killer Mike supporter myself. I most definitely, mm-hmm. I feel like Killer Mike walk, walk like he talk. I feel like Killer Mike is on our side. T.I., mm, I'm sorry. Well, I'm not sure if this all happened at the same place, but Killer Mike, uh, David Banner, and T.I. all went on stage and had a conversation. That, that was a, that was for Complex. Yeah, that you're was right. two that different was ones. I, I watched. I that listened too. to it, and I gotta I gotta dial back a little of my hate for David Banner. Yeah, he that, ain't that bad. Yeah, but I yeah, feel yeah. like he still be trying to grandstand, like the whole God Box situation. Mm-hmm. It didn't work out for me. Mm-hmm. But it looks like he's doing a lot of groundwork. So yeah. if he's doing that and trying to help out the community, hey man, hand claps to him. That's how I look at it too. Like I watched this, I watched it too, and mm-hmm. I was like, um, I was like, okay, David Banner, T.I. still got, he still got a lot. He sitting up there forever braggadocious on some bullshit. But I like these conversations, man. Especially now the Killer Mike stuff. The Killer Mike, T.I. and David Banner, they were actually just talking about buying back the block and, yeah. and doing more for the black community and stuff like that. And I like talks like that. It it helps me understand a whole lot better. And it was it was very eye opening and stuff like that. So it, mm-hmm. go get on your YouTube, folks, and and see what's what's going down with this shit, man. It's actually some some actually good good black conversation. Okay. Shogun, what's up, man? How you been? How was your week? My week, it was pretty straight. Uh, I always go first. I don't see right, cool. you go That's first. I'm trying to right. be gentleman. Thank you, sir. Uh, what anything happened interesting on my week? Uh, let's see. I don't have any notes, so nothing major happened. Um, uh, man, I'm nah, I'm just chilling. That's cool. <laughs> I was gonna say something, but we'll wait. We'll see. We will let it develop a little bit more behind the scenes before I start talking about it. All but right. Other than that, I'm doing good. I'm healthy. I'm still working like a slave. But as far as you know, money wise, I'm straight on the money. There you go. Checks is clearing. There you go. Bills is paid. There you go. Belly's not empty. There you go. Pockets ain't empty, cuz. There you go. To quote Tyrese from the Fast and Furious. Too fast. Too fierce. Um, I had Get pretty, about it, cuz. <laughs> I had a pretty good good week. I mean, nothing negative that I can say. Uh, yeah. Good. So I go. wish I had more to bring and more report. You don't have to. Like, you know, I think a lot of times people are happy with you being safe. Like most sound. people really enjoy the hire your weeks part. And I feel like I should bring something to say and state. Nigga, I don't even date. I just bring up. Well, I, since you brought up dating, I'll talk about my situation. Oh. I went out on a juicy. date last night. Let me, let me get my tea. T- sip your tea. Sip tea. Mm-hmm. So I went out on the date last night, man. Okay. Pretty straight. Okay. Uh, we went to Sleek. It's a, That's it's a right across the street. Why can you go to the respectable place, which is Woolworths, which is right across the street? And you think we didn't? Oh. <laughs> so we went to so Sleek. You can't be a nigga all your life. I mean, we went to Sleek last night, and it was it was straight. Like, we just sat and talked. And I said, you know, on this podcast that I like to talk, and damn it, we did it. <laughs> no. We talked. Let me clarify what I mean by we. Did. Oh, 
We talked. I thought that for was it. a nightcap. Yeah, no. Mm. I mean, uh, what did I have? I had a couple Jacks and Cokes. Like, that seems to be my go to drink now. Mm-hmm. It used to be vodka, but somehow I switched. Now I'm a brown liquor drinker. You're more distinguished now. That's what it is. I need to start drinking whiskey. Whiskey, mm. whiskey isn't like that'll do it. But this was not a whiskey night. Okay. This need I needed okay. to have my wits with me, and I can't be drinking whiskey. But now we we chilled <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we chilled and talked. Um, That's good. Nah, man. It's you know this early part of getting to know somebody is always interesting. You know, I. Have been as honest as possible with mm-hmm. everybody. It's like you know they they know that I swipe and I have other situations. Mm-hmm. But when you find somebody, like how do you close off the the flow of other people coming in? Like, because you don't really know if this is really gonna work out. I mean, when you have the exclusive conversation. Nah, you can't have the exclusive conversation. No, on, no, no. Oh, you okay. said when, and I said when ah. you have the exclusive conversation. See, that's why listening is important. I need to start doing that. Uh, <laughs> but uh made it this far. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is I've been down this road before. So but now nah, is uh one of one of our listeners told me that she had a crush on me at one point and Aww. the reason why that crush died is because I had too many friends. Like every other week I would talk about me doing this, me doing that, or hanging out with somebody. So I was like, that's a legit situation, a legit gripe. I'm not the player type, but I do entertain right. others. So, what people don't understand is, Mm-mm. and I'm not going to talk about this particular list, I'm just saying in general, that, hey, guess what? Those friends can get turned down to, to you know, one or two, or maybe you can turn that volume down because I'm focusing on you now. So, that's the that's, funniest that, thing. That's what can happen. That's what, that's what we do. We have freedom equates to choice. Right. Choices equate to doing things the way we want to do them and living with that. That's man, what'd you say last week? God's got his hands on, on this podcast. podcast because Tell you, brother, you're I just said I said all of what you just said to my friend from last night. I called her my homie. I said, You my homie. And right. she looked at me kind of weird, but I didn't re- really pick it up because I was intoxicated almost. Mm-hmm. And uh this morning we was texting back and forth and she was like, She's never had anybody call her a homie and I was like well that's because you're not always going to be a homie it's too early to be anything else but you got to go to those levels and then I text out <laughs> I text out the progress of where you go from a homie and I'm trying to oh yeah you, you had a there you go you have like, a progression where is it damn it damn it damn it damn like it. a little evolution man it was it was <laughs> like that damn it is that uh, what that's called the evolution uh, man it, it we go from funny. monkey to I think it's just nigga. called. I think it's just called. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I think it's just the uh, evolution period. That's what they call. You just did, we did a skit, so you know how far I'm going. I know, right? So it's like, all right, say. It. So I, I said your face. Well, okay, we took a picture, and her face was kind of weird in the picture, and I was like, your face didn't say any. Your face says otherwise, because I said we just homies, and she said, "Man, whatever, I'm the homie." LOL. And I said, "Okay, you know my goal." <laughs> is to make you smile from here on out oh. And then she's like Oh you do that to all your Quote unquote homies And I was like yes I like to make sure my homies With an S in parentheses Are made happy And then two I said 
Oh, okay. I can't, you can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can't say that. Right, shit. Well, I'll, I'll read it since I brought it up. No, I said it. Don't. Okay, it said number don't expose two. Expose yourself too much. Don't man. apply that. Hold on. I don't apply that to anything other than friendship at the moment. Right. Calling him a homie, and so she says, "Okay, that's good to hear." Then I says, "It goes homie, then the less than greater than friend, boo, bay, girlfriend, fiance." Wife, <laughs> look at that nigga. The evolution. <laughs> you and then I say, you clearly won't be just a homie. I really enjoy your energy, so we'll go. see how this goes. That's all right. But, That's all right, nigga. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Um, oh, he, now he too cool for everybody. Oh uh, I mean, yeah, you know whatever. I might fuck up. I say a lot of <laughs> terrible shit. Nah, she made it through the first date, didn't she? Second. Oh, see, look at that. Now you get the three. Nigga, that's it. Well, Ain't so, no turning back now. All right. So <laughs> let me explain this. So we live pretty close to each other. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, since we live so close, you want to just ride with me? She was like, what, why'd you point at me just then? Because that's good. a good idea. I think that I thought it was a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I was being economical. Right. Lord knows she we said, needed it in these days. She said, time. nah, I'll just meet you there. Oh, she I was like, was that's a Lyft cool. driver. No. <laughs> well. <laughs> I was. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! No! no. <laughs> not, not that type of lift driver. Oh. I got to get consent. <laughs> the terms and services right. to get in the car. Right. You agreed to this, right? <laughs> you should have a clipboard in there and make them sign it and be like, "What is this? Terms and services? Don't worry." Oh, yeah. And okay. then they just sign it, and then it's like, "Well, you agreed to yeah. consent." There you go. Damn, that's legal right now. All right, back to my story. So she's she did not want to uh to ride with me, which you know it's cool because in the early process of getting to know somebody, I try to make it as comfortable as possible. So I'm like, yo, I'll meet you there. You don't gotta tell me I don't even know where she stay, which right. is great because I don't need to know where she stay. I just know the general area. Mm-hmm. So she meets me there, and as the night progressed, you could see like she was on guard for a little bit, and then you know how I am. I'm, I joke a lot. So that broke the ice and the barriers and so we started chilling and kicking it so at sleek it's just stools chairs and you talk Mm -hmm. so closer to the end of the night like 12 they started playing like music loud and we was like just grooving and talking and shit so we was like yeah you ready to go and so we left there and ended up going across the street to Woolworth. You should have started at Woolworth. Exactly that's my spot man I fuck with it. That shit is amazing. So we was playing Go ahead. No, I'm saying it's amazing, and it's a. I feel like that's a great date place. I think so too, but I got a dope ass burger over at uh Sleek, so I don't you know. Just a nigga. You I be am a nigga. A nigga. I, she nigga got some wings. You can't be a nigga all your goddamn life. What? Why? God made me black. Shit. He gave me all the hardships. Did so you I can... hear the, the clip? The black vote won't count in five years. That's Candace Owens. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about Candace. Like I hear her. She's screaming. I would fuck her. She's Sorry. screaming at <laughs> that's sexy. She's screaming it? at a group of people who just don't want to listen to her. Yeah, she's at a she fucking hip hop. She could be uh, right. I don't know if she's right, but her methods are going towards getting people to understand. She's just not doing. The, she needs to just hit people with she facts. She needs to get hit. She needs a good rogering. Jump in her inbox and say, "I am a great PR Can't. consultant." Why? Because I don't got enough followers. That ain't believable. I mean, I got to buy the followers first, then I can jump in. And I mean, work for common. Shit. You got Angela. Robinson. Look, nigga. Malachi <laughs> Love Robinson became a doctor without going to college. Right. 
You should have he's, that same He's ambition. so intelligent. The keen so, and the cunning. I don't have though that, that intelligence like he does. Because he's, he's smart as fuck. His ass in jail now, though. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, so we went across the Didn't street. say he was lucky. <laughs> oh, he was very lucky. <laughs> he just didn't know when to get out. <laughs> when he got that Jaguar, he should have cut his losses. <laughs> Damn, I miss Malachi. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those are early government name podcast episodes, hey, man. All right, so just a quick recap. Malachi Love Robinson was a black man who started no, his black kid, black kid team who started his own medical practice where he opened up an actual. No, he was just in the hospital right. walking around checking scope. on people. <laughs> And so once they finally discovered that this kid was walking around this hospital, they kicked him out and banned him. So he said, damn it, that won't stop me. I'm going to be a doctor. So he opened his own private medical situation where he gave people vitamins instead of the right medicine and rubbed on them and almost killed one lady. But he also robbed people in the process. Mm -hmm. After that failed, he swindled some old lady to buy him a Jaguar. And he did it twice to her. You don't need two Jaguars. What was the next thing? He did something else. He Didn't he go back to... Because mm, when the Jaguar situation that's happened, what got they him snatched him and they oh, was man. like, we got to put you in jail. I now. thought he sta- I thought he went back to a hospital somewhere. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay. That lady That lady was... He was supposed to be her phys- personal physician. F- physician? Physician. Physician. And uh, I can't talk. Physician. And um, that, that, that got him fucked up. Yeah. And he in jail now. But he did all this without a college degree. I'm just saying, Cole Jackson, you can do some incredible things if you put your heart to it and your mind. So we go across the street. We over at Woolworths chilling and kicking it. We was playing Pac-Man, Skee-Ball. Um, that's probably it. Okay. So we went upstairs, chilled out in the lounge, and we was just talking and kicking it. So <laughs> at the end of the date, she was just like, well, you seem to be all right. Maybe next time I'll let you, you know, pick me up and take me out here. So I'm... The, the the what I'm trying to get to is that you have to slow walk it and progress mm-hmm. your way. And I'm like, look, I'm not thirsty, I'm not desperate. Because a lot of niggas that is. Yeah, and that's where they fuck up. You you try too hard mm-hmm. and not hard enough at the same time, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But it's nothing that I I have to have at this moment. Like I'm just enjoying friendship, and so that's good for y'all out there. Like, uh, we'll see how this go. Um, all right, Cole Jackson. How was your week, man? Man, so I had a problem with old school niggas all week. <laughs> Let me tell you what an old school nigga told me. What that old school nigga tell you? I had an old school nigga. Oh, they always saying some shit. I had an old school nigga tell me mm. to my face, argued me down. He told me that he knew that a he knew a boy who graduated from high school and went straight to the NFL. To the NFL? Yes. I said you can't do that. They had Oh, I know who it was. I know who it was. It's was AB. All that childish <laughs> shit that nigga's been doing. That had to be that motherfucker. Shit. We not talking about him are we this week? I had some bullet points about cool, it. Cool, good cuz I started researching him and I was like, nigga, I yeah. am not the one to talk about this shit. shit. Yeah, this nigga told me, this old school nigga swore it down. He was like, yeah, man, he graduated high school, went straight to the pros, went to the NFL, and he was hitting niggas hard and everything. I was nah, like, that's that, a that bullshit. So I researched it. I Googled it, looked up some shit, looked at There is no, yeah. there has not been a kid that graduated high school 
to go straight to the NFL. I'm like, why do old school niggas do shit like that, man? Like, y'all niggas always, and then you can't tell them what's right because they always know what the fuck going on. Another old school nigga. I was at, I was at Publix. Get my shit, you know, walking, walking out. He's walking in. He pulled me, just, hey, 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 young man. Your dad go to side, uh, Mount Silo Church, don't he? I said, no, nigga. <laughs> like, you don't even know who my dad is. Man, I don't know now. I think your dad do go to. I said, nigga, no, he don't. He don't. Maybe well, he, he do was, know who your dad he was is. Like, he was like, man, he was like, you got some relatives out here. I said, well, yeah. You, you know, look like my, somebody, basically. Yeah, yeah, my dad used to fuck a lot. But I, I just, <laughs> my, I was just like, old school niggas just got on my nerves all this past week, man. They used to tell me all, they used to tell me all kind of bullshit. And I was like, I don't want to hear it. Shut the, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't want to hear And it's like, you try not to be disrespectful, but when a motherfucker argue, I'm like, I'm trying to tell you a high schooler can't go to straight to the fucking pros. They'll get killed. I don't even watch football, and I knew that. Exactly. Like that don't make no sense, bro. Yeah, he graduated over there in Pennsylvania High School. I'm like, <laughs> shit the fuck now. You know what he thinking of? He might be thinking of like a AA league or something. Ain't no telling. No, but he, he said NFL by the name. Yes. Bro. So he knew what the fuck you. He thought he knew what the fuck you're talking about. Um, old school ass nigga. What else happened to me? This Donald past Trump, week? old losing your mind, man, nigga. I know, nigga. Um, what else happened to me? I um, you went out to some event the other day. What was that about? I went to. It was a. Uh, what was it? It was like a little concert at Charlemagne. Charlemagne Records in Birmingham, Alabama. It's over there on the, on the South Side. It's a record store. Active yeah. is a fully running record store. And I went to see my homeboy Swayze. He uh, he was spinning that uh, that day. And so I wanted to see Swayze. I ain't seen Swayze spin in a while, and I wanted him to see him spin. And they had some boom, some good um, boom bap type hip hop hey. uh, going on. They they had Swayze spin. They had uh, this cat named King Cairo. Cairo, he's oh, out yeah, of yeah, yeah. I've heard him. He um he's he spit. That nigga dope. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's and he's he's your boy. If you like boom bap, that nigga's dope. I like him. And then it was um a singer. They had a singer by the name of Faith Hope, which is more on the Erica Badu type of singing. Oh yeah. So, nah. <laughs> you gotta crush my dreams, nigga. No, <laughs> I'm a, trying to with, help you with a name like Faith Hope, yeah, <laughs> nigga. Yeah, no, That's two nigga. things. That's two possibles. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> I got faith and hope in you. Well, don't do that. Damn. But uh, she could sing. We should tell you something. Um, oh, but it was a good. It was a good situation. It was like from like um, four to six. I kind of got out. It's been a while since I had got out and stuff like that. So I got out and did that and. And it was it was a good it was nice it was nice I talked to my homie Swayze for a mm-hmm. little bit we just uh, fucked around and just talked and then I went and got back in the truck and came back home I seen some thick ass bitch come out of the motherfucking three thousand bar and she was trying to help some dude park <laughs> I said bitch you way too thick to be telling nigga the damn park your ass is fat as fuck you think that nigga gonna get close enough to the goddamn car that's the perfect person to help you park no objects in the mirror may seem closer than they actually <laughs> are what you need is. Thick ass chick, she gonna help you park. She was thinking of motherfucker too. With you seen ass. it? I know. He's seen it too. I said, ain't no way you can help this nigga parallel park because your like ass a is so fat. Mm. So what was she wearing? She had jeans and a white shirt on. That's it. That's all it takes sometimes. <laughs> and then I was in the gym, and you know what's attractive? <laughs> nah. <laughs> Everything in the gym, hopefully. Nah, bro. Ain't nothing more attractive than a big mm. girl working out, trying to get herself together. So you can go over there and fuck her life up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause I really want to be like, don't you do that? Ooh, 
Don't do that to mm-hmm. yourself. What you talking about? You need to keep that keep that weight on you, baby. Mm-mm. I got it. I need to touch on you Damn. hard. Go on for it. Mm. Oh, I got a rule. I don't talk to chicks that uh, I work at. Nigga, you got too many gym. rules. Break some of your rules. Nah, fuck this. This coming, some- this coming from a guy who has plenty of rules. Get out of here. Don't don't try to play me. But I'm also out there mingling and, <laughs> and jingling. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it. Oh, mingling, mingling and jingling. You feel me? Um, so I mean I'm out there You need to get out there You actually out there How do you feel about muscular women? Fuck it Yeah yeah I do it <laughs> Nigga look <laughs> You said that really fast And too excitedly Yeah I fuck the hell yeah. out of a muscular woman It's a muscular chick that Can works Can you imagine what she could do to you? Yeah She was... could squeeze muscles in her body That you ain't even know is right. there It's this muscular chick that work out at my gym That I was thinking about trying to talk to But then I, I Does she look good? I'm a fr- yeah I'm afraid she might laugh at me what? Like Man, she do something like that to me and be like, "I'll break you in half." A couple like, that works out together could probably stay together, but yeah. I mean, but you know, I don't know. I might, I might try to talk. I might break some of my rules. Fuck I'm it. trying to so do something. Different. I'm trying. I'm learning to deal with the word no. So I've come <laughs> to a conclusion. I don't like people saying no to me. You sounded like an Uber driver, <laughs> <laughs> All right? I don't like no. I don't like people telling me no. I don't like to be told. Um, I don't like rejection mm. because I take it personal sometimes. You sounding sometimes like- <laughs> I be like, "What the fuck you mean? You talking to that nigga?" And that's Hayden, so I can't do that. So, and it's other parts of it's other aspects in my life that I'm trying to figure out how to like. Mm. Here this past weekend, first of all, I, I'm trying to get content for for the website for BYKRadio.net, um, your source for indie music, indie culture. Um, and I've realized that a lot of times I, 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 I talk myself out of, out of going into certain, certain situations because I feel like somebody's going to tell me no. And so what I did was this past week is I put a lot, I put myself out there to a lot of things and I got some yeses. So right. there's some shit, there's some right. shit coming. So that's good. But I have to learn how to deal with no. So that's probably why I haven't been dating. Because I don't want to hear a bitch tell me no. And plus, I can't call her a bitch. But I like saying it. I understand. I'm, I'm to the point now where I like saying bitch. I'm I got sorry. to I gotta be the first one to say, I respect you so much for coming out and saying that. Because a lot of people teeter around this topic. They're going to call you a misogynistic man who feels like you're deserving this, that you are entitled. Old, yeah, entitled to this. You're not entitled. But you're just saying you have an issue with being rejected Mm -hmm. and that's how everybody feels we 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 work out hard we try to improve ourselves so we will have less and less rejection in Mm -hmm. life but part of life is being able to deal with the rejection one of my my models that i always say the worst thing they can say is no if they say no ask a friend Mm -hmm. ask the next one i mean you shouldn't be afraid of somebody saying no right and then even if they do say no just don't be like, well, fuck you, dude, him, bitch. You yeah, see, I done turned into that nigga. I don't I want you to that. do that. You, I don't want to be that nigga either. I don't think you are that nigga, and I don't think you would be that nigga. But I'm just saying, since you are the nigga, you need to make sure that you come correct. Like, your approach is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. That can turn a no into a, no, nah, I mean, yeah, why not? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, So if you see this woman in the gym, and you've seen her a few times, and she's working out. 
interrupting her workout is probably not the, the best time. Thing. Yeah, it's not like well, you uh, be like, well, okay, she about to get some water. I'm done with my shit. Be mm-hmm. like, yo, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I've been seeing you a few times in here, and I, I'm like, I really admire how you have your dedication. You know, you find some common ground, and then from there you start talking and say where you coming from. So I, the reason why I don't know how to approach is because I don't. So. I've had conversations with people, women who work out also, and mm. there are creep niggas in there. You know what Most I'm saying? Definitely. And I'd be like, I'm trying not to be the creep nigga. But, like, I've been seeing you, girl, and wait on you after you work out and shit like that, what, and then catch that. Don't leave with that. To, don't yeah, leave I don't want to do that either. Yeah. <laughs> so I got to find the perfect. Am I too loud? I'm sorry. No, this uh, is me. I'm just moving. My I, I'm just trying to find the perfect uh, yeah. balance. Yeah. Well, definitely don't lead with. I've been watching you. <laughs> that sounds bad. <laughs> but women also have to deal with creeps no matter where they are. It's not just in the gym. It's not just at work. It's not just at the gas station. It's everywhere. So you just have to remove yourself from being a creep. So you walk up to her, look at dead in the eyes and be like, hey, I've seen you in here a few times. Even though I know I said don't say you've been watching. Just say I've seen you in here before. I really admire your dedication. I was just wondering, would you like to go get a smoothie or something? That's perfect. See what I'm saying? It's, it's not pressuring her to do something. And then it's giving her a choice. And if not, she says, oh, I'm married. That's cool. Tell her that, man, he's a lucky man. And then be about your be way. Be about my way. Yeah, it's, it's not that hard. Skip along. Wait, well, skip. I mean, don't skip along. Sorry. Nigga, if you skip along after being rejected, <laughs> something's wrong with you. <laughs> this nigga is creepy. <laughs> she gonna call the cops, nigga. What is he doing? That nigga skipping. What is he skipping? I would check my brakes after that. <laughs> this nigga gonna cut my brakes line. <laughs> oh, you gotta reject me? <laughs> I think J. Cole rapped about a song like this. <laughs> where, he, where he was like the the... Uh, creep guy yeah, in, fell in love yeah. with photographs. <laughs> I can tell you for myself. That's on KLD. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like was that, that KLD? Mm-hmm. Where he killed the lady? I thought it was on one of his mixtapes. No, she had a boyfriend and he killed the boyfriend. Oh, I can't remember. Oh, it don't matter. Yeah. But yeah, I would think that. Here's the thing, too. I would think that it would be <laughs> easier. Easier to be able to talk to somebody at the gym because you fully exposed. You ain't got no makeup. You know what I'm saying? Like you fully, you sweaty. You know what I'm saying? Like you'd be like, "Oh, he trying to talk. He talking to me." Oh, wow. And I'm all raw for him. Like, yeah, hmm. bitch. Sorry, <laughs> it just keeps but creeping out my mouth. I don't. I think I'm different in that situation. Like I've talked to the women who wear makeup and women who don't wear makeup. Like it's something that I like about you, regardless. You know what I'm saying? Like even if she's in her raw form, most women still go to the gym with a little bit of. Uh, they got like eyeliner or something that's not gonna run, you know. Some some of them they they try to look better. Like I've seen ladies who work out with makeup. Yeah, but, my problem is I, I'm a corrupt fat girl because if she if she big and she working out, I gotta stop that. Hmm. I always have an issue with like it was a girl that I dated one time that she was big when we first started. When we were dating, we were just fucking each other. I'm just be real. And she, at first it was like, oh shit, like yeah, this is some good fucking, like big, but it's cool, she's cute, blah blah blah. Then she lost a lot of weight, and I was yeah. like, I wasn't attracted anymore. Damn. And I was like, I don't want. Why don't him. you just get you a, a big girl? 
I like all types of women. But why do you want a big girl that's in the gym? That's the, the questionable part. No, I was just saying the big girl that was at the gym ah, at that time. I, you, I, don't, I, I, I just She looks sexy. I, I mean, think. it's a lot of big girls out here. Hey, Shane, yo, you got some heat last week, my nigga. I stood up and, and defended you, but some people got in my DMs talking about, what you mean big girls ain't getting checked on? Like... Big girls is getting it regardless. Like I, I, I appreciate you for trying to help me sell some wine, but uh, big girls they all right, they good. <laughs> we gotta find a new market for me to <laughs> to go into. Fuck. But yeah, um, what else? That's it. Uh-huh. Ain't nothing else happening my week. Okay. Oh, shit. The fuck was that? No, what the fuck that was? Like a chainsaw, nigga. <laughs> I know. Um, shit. We should chill. Okay. We could do that. We got chilling. Yeah. We had chilled last week. Government Name Podcast is brought to you by BYK Radio Podcast Network with the best indie creator podcast on the internet. Every Tuesday, Government Name Podcast with Shogun and Cole Jackson bring you the checks and balances of social commentary. Every Wednesday and Thursday, the social introvert brings you a mashup of music and pop culture with host Sid Davis. And finally, Carefree Black Nerd with Rain Coleman, giving you the updates on any entertainment news like TV, movies, and comic books. That's right, folks. BYK Radio Podcast Network. We are indie creators. We are indie culture. That's right, folks. Go to the website, BYKRadio.net, where we have... Music playing on the radio on the on the actual website. We have blogs. Some new blogs came out with, um, from uh, Sid Davis, and the podcast. You can find all the podcasts there. So, plenty of plenty of stuff there. Plenty of stuff coming. I was just gonna go go through like how Dave Chappelle has progressed in this whole. Dialogue. It's gotten okay. worse. So let's just what's going to work. Hold on. Society has gotten worse. All right. So. All right, everybody. We are at the letter. We're at the email part, part of our show, but instead of an email, they actually showed up. Oh, shit. Hell yeah. So we have Mr. On Point oh, from Conversation yeah. Carters. Uh, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. He, well, he, pull, he pulled up. He pulled up on <laughs> hey, somebody. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, what is your email about, sir? My email was just responding to. Shogun and y'all on the podcast as it pertains to my criticism of mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle because I don't want I don't want it to seem like I'm applying my perspective to all of society because I do believe in freedom of individual. Mm-hmm. So I'm not the person that's saying, hey, this is how it should be. Everybody else should think like me. Now, Dave Chappelle's primary reason for leaving the Dave Chappelle show is because he felt like it was socially irresponsible. Mm -hmm. And when he went to Oprah, the first day that he, the first interview that he did when he got back from Africa, Mm -hmm. uh, he was basically talking about this. And he talked about, they had told a joke, they had a pixie that would show up for racism. And he said that a guy, that a white guy, he laughed. And it wasn't a laughing at, with you, it was a laughing at you. And at that moment, he said he don't know. He's feeding a whole bunch of energy to people. That's a problem. Mm. So that's what made me question the content that he had in Sticks and Stones. Because he knows that there is a way to feed negativity to groups of people who will use it and misuse it. Mm. And so when it came to black people, that was a problem for him. But to me, he's kind of doing the same thing in Sticks and Stones with other people that's just not black, with other groups. 
So if he called out a level of social responsibility that he's supposed to have, my question was, what level is he hoping to maintain now? And this was my assessment. Like, I'm not, I don't know where I am with this yet. I'm still trying to figure it out. I, I'm trying to figure out if he broke the boundaries or not. But these are the kind of questions and conversations I got to have with myself mm-hmm. in order to figure it out, to mm-hmm. hone in. And I ain't even there yet. But I'm looking at it in a certain type of way. I got to ask you a question. Do you feel like I represented your side of the argument fairly? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yes. That's that's the one thing. I, I try not to put words in other people's mouth, and I try to explain it from my my perspective. Um, do you feel like Dave Chappelle is trying to be malicious with this? No. And that's the reason that I like the Dave Chappelle stand-up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Burr, too. I hadn't watched it. I heard it's more of the flagrancy. Yeah, Bill Burr mm. is similar, but I didn't see any ill intent. All right. See, that's where I've been having issues. Like in the group chat, it seemed like you were saying that he was kind of targeting those audiences, that that, that that group of people. No, I, I don't think he's targeting those audiences, if that's what I came off as sounding mm. like. I think that the content that he has will be ammo for other people to target those audiences. Why is that his responsibility? So you're saying because he says something and makes a joke, it's going to empower impressionable people to do whatever they want to do with their words. But but we see that happening with Trump. I mean, we, that means something. So that's where I'm having an if issues, where is the responsibility lie on So settings really matter to me. Like, I'm on stage. I'm performing for a crowd of people. I'm here to entertain. Everybody in that building should know that this is me. I'm talking about entertaining. The context of this conversation would only happen this way with this much problematic language because I'm here to entertain you. He wouldn't say that on a one-on-one basis or in a group of people and and have a mixed company. Well, personally, I think... What matters is how much power comes along with what you're saying, not mm-hmm. with what you're doing. Dave Chappelle has amassed enough power for a lot of things he say to create its own wave. Now, we go to the start on and hear somebody talking about that. His power ain't high enough. If we go to Joe Schmoke comedy show and we hear that, they, they don't have that. I mean, I think in many ways, cliche Great mm-hmm. with great power comes great responsibility. True, and I think what matters more than anything is how much power you have when you do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, because if Dave Chappelle, if his next stand up is wild, crazy, and he done lost his mind and got a psychotic disorder, and he say all black people need to arm themselves and be shooting in the in the backyard because the apocalypse is coming and white folks coming for you, do you think that everybody gonna say that's a joke? Most people would be like. Ain't nobody listening to him. He's crazy. I don't know. He been not crazy for so long. Well, and, and, and it's a lot of people out there who are already primed for that. It's like mm-hmm. Donald Trump, all these people who are changing, they were primed for that. It ain't like they going to do it, but it's a lot of people out there who already thinking like this. So you're saying they needed that triggering mechanism? They, they needed it. They needed it. And it's a lot of it's a lot of black people primed out here for something bad to happen or for somebody to get them to go ahead to get into something. I just don't see that happening from a comedian. Like I'm, I'm not saying that it can't happen, but I know going into this show that these are jokes. Like I should not be like, oh yeah, raise up for arms and go shoot somebody because this comedian made a joke about it and it resonated with me. But that's a good comedian. 
Like that's a that's a Dave Chappelle. That's a Bill yeah. Burr. Everybody ain't gonna have that. Like right. if we give every comedian a pass, whether they good or bad, to spew whatever hate they want in the form of jokes, then how can we tell the difference between somebody who is joking and don't have any ill intent versus somebody who has ill intent and is using jokes to sell the it. setting like people make jokes on twitter all the time and they say oh context matter context matter but you can't hear that context just by reading the words on twitter that's why a lot of people bomb when they try to make these outrageous jokes and it's like oh you're taking it out of context no we're taking it for what you're saying this is not the right setting for this conversation so you're going to get all the shame and backlash that comes with it well, I would say, look at how many people say something that's inflammatory, and their response is, "I was just joking," or "It was just a joke." Well, yes, and it always ends up with nothing happening other than that person getting a whole bunch of egg on their face. Well, if you don't have enough power, it happen. Like it's a whole bunch of people that been canceled on, uh, who have whose They've career, been early career of has been impacted, yeah, because they did something that was you know inflammatory enough to impact them in that way, right. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm not, you know, I'm not criticizing and you got to understand I'm a therapist. You're trying to work it out. I'm we're trying to work yeah. it out, but I'm a therapist. I try to be a certain level of socially responsible <laughs> as I can. I work with clients who are in some of those groups. I have to check with some people that I know yeah. before I say, this is funny. This is good because I can't be caught saying, Hey, y'all seen the Nate new day Chappelle stand up yeah. around my clients or using, cause I use, well, yeah, I yeah. use material from shows and stuff like that. I can't use a show that's mm. socially irresponsible to give examples and stuff. If it might offend or impact my relationship with those people. And I told you in the, in the chat, I was like, man, that's a tough world to live in because you can't just enjoy it for what it is. You have to take the nuance for every, of everything. I think everything means something. And it, I think everything can mean something. And um and Dave Chappelle in that whole thing he had a uh, he pretty much said the same things he said he said when you say something is is different now when I say something and you get it in your ears it's completely different than what I said it as this was in 2006 in that Oprah interview okay he pretty much said the same thing with that joke about you people you know what I'm saying you're gonna mm -hmm. take what I say make it whatever you want to make it and then you're gonna turn it into whatever you want it to be he was saying the same thing then. The question that he was asking was, "What level of of social responsible is is he is he supposed to be?" Hmm. You know, and he found on the Dave Chappelle show he was socially responsible enough to keep doing it, so he went to Africa. I think he was losing control with that show, and so they were making they made him make jokes that he didn't feel comfortable with, and that's when he walked away. At least that's what my understanding. Well, was. that in that interview, now he's followed up with an interview, a lot of different interviews. Right. In that interview, he was basically saying that he loved doing the show, but he said there was a lot of weird things that was going on because he was trying to be manipulated. He said the mm -hmm. first thing was that they said he had walking pneumonia. The article came up saying he, he had pneumonia. And he said, I ain't sick. And they wanted him to go along with it. Yeah. And he wouldn't go along with it. That he was said, when they were trying to still figure out if he was going to come back to the show. Yeah. Yeah. Then, well, that's, that's then what something else happened on new. And then when he went to Africa, Apparently he went to Africa for to a, a psych war. Yeah, they said he was crazy. He yeah. just flew off and went to Africa. And he told Oprah, he said, "Who goes to Africa for health care?" Yeah, you know <laughs> that's very true. Like that was, and, and he was just saying it was so many things happening at a point where mm -hmm. the shift was supposed to happen mm -hmm. that it looked like everybody outside of him was trying to manipulate him. So he said he, and even in that interview, he said he wants to do the show again. 
but he wants to be able to create a positive environment to do the show. And he said that he wants to be able to give some money, some of the money from the sales to the people. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he meant by that. But Nothing. clearly it didn't happen. Right. I, I don't have a problem with, with the jokes that he told. And that's just been my stance on this whole thing. I, I think what I've been trying to say is that where you're, where you're saying these things, context really matter. And like I said earlier, when you're on stage, the crowd is the ultimate judge. If they boo you, then you know that you're bombing. You're touching a, a, a touchy topic. Like when you hear people go, oh, and ah, and they're like, oh, man, they're invested in what you're saying, but they're really, they're really the ultimate judge. If it's not funny, then they're just not going to laugh. They and I think that's our ultimate difference on the dialogue is that for you, it's the context. If you're in the right place, then it don't really make a difference what you say if it's entertaining. For me, it's about the intent of the person, no matter where you are. If Dave Chappelle tell you know jokes that could be problematic, but mm-hmm. he have no ill will towards those people, I'm fine with that. But if somebody else tell those jokes somewhere and they don't like those people, and they're just masking their hate with jokes right. so that you kind of adopt what they feel, even if they got to do it through jokes. To me, that's what makes the difference. I just haven't seen anybody do that. That's a lot. Of, I mean, I don't know how many mainstream comedians we know that do that. I mean, I, I follow a lot of YouTube comedians. I just don't see anybody doing that. Hmm. Trying to get you on their side by telling jokes like, you know what I hate? I hate them niggers over there. They lazy. Don't you agree? Like... <laughs> It just doesn't happen. But that's, I mean, that's what minstrel shows were. You know what I'm saying? But like that, that, that doesn't happen anymore, right? But we can't believe that it's not possible for somebody's negative intent to come off to other people and mm-hmm. be how they start feeling. Because it's not about a comedian convincing them to believe it. It's about a comedian speaking to somebody who's already primed to believe it. And that person is just validating what it is that they're saying. And that they want to believe anyway. That's what it's about to me. Is when you're primed for it already. Clearly, everybody in the in the audience ain't gonna be like that. Well, but were you about to say something? No matter what you say, people are gonna hear it. Whatever, however they want to hear it. Somebody's gonna hear the same sentence and take it as, "Oh, this is empowering," or somebody's gonna take it like, "Oh, he's trying to be derogatory over these people." Like, people are gonna be primed. People are gonna do whatever they want to do. Like that's. I guess what you're saying is, is it responsible for these people to be able to make these jokes, even if it triggers somebody in that crowd to do something irresponsible? Not really, because a comedian with comedian without ill intent may say something that triggers people in the audience. Right. Dave Chappelle hasn't told jokes that trigger people in the audience about the trans community. And I don't I don't think he has any ill intent about the trans people. I'm talking about people who will use that information because they feel this way and hope to influence people in that way. It's not about the people being triggered. It's about the intent of the person using it. Hmm. Comedy is a tool to get a message out. I mean, the, the, all the popular comics say I don't that. See it that way. All the popular comics say that. Like Dave Chappelle himself has said that comics are supposed to be the last stand for social commentary, no matter what it is. True. And, and that's what like what social- to get a message out is pushing it a little too far. Like you don't go to a comedian. Comedians are gestures. They're there to make light of a situation. They're there to break into. They're they're there to have those terrible conversations, but then to make it digestible for people to be like, okay, well I see the humor in that. I see where he's coming from. Now I feel comfortable about opening. Kind of like what we're doing. We're having a dialogue about something that's not that's taboo to most people, but we're at least trying to get to the root 
of the whole situation. Well, I mean, maybe saying get the message out is more intentional, but I mean, the social commentary that Dave Chappelle had in that whole stand-up was very important. Right. I mean, the commentary about guns, about very him true. saying that he don't like guns, but he got some, yeah. and he went into talking about it. Buckshot. We, we can't believe that people didn't leave there thinking about the dynamic between not liking guns but owning guns. Yeah. Some people who didn't like guns might have even took that story and said, I think I should get me a gun. I think yeah. I should get a gun because Dave Chappelle made some valid points. So you think that's irresponsible as a comedian? No, I don't think that's irresponsible. Okay. I think that everything you say has the potential to have a wave behind it. Hmm. And you can say some stronger things that have a stronger wave, and you can say some weaker things that have a weaker wave. I don't know if you should... I don't think there's a measure to know what it is to know. What I think is that you shouldn't speak about things that you don't like. I don't think you should speak about things that you hate in a negative way. That's where the Kevin Hart situation comes in. Because you're saying that Kevin Hart clearly doesn't like homosexuals. I ain't going to say he clearly doesn't like homosexuals. I think he has some implicit bias regarding homosexuality that he's not acknowledged yet. Or that he's not figured out yet. And so he comes off as seeming to not like or understand the population i don't know most people don't understand it it's like it's like when you take a white man who's never been to the ghetto who's never talked to a black person ever in his life he's gonna feel a certain way about some group of people that he's never interacted with but once you finally interact with them then you realize oh these people are not that bad yeah so i feel like that's kind of where most black people in the black community are we've been taught to shun all gay things right Gay, homosexual, that's been a terrible thing for us growing up. But now we're coming into it. It's like, oh, we see it. It's, it's a normal thing. So you're gay. Okay, so what? That's what Kevin said. It's not like he's invalidating those group of people. He's not saying that. You guys are gay. I don't give a damn. That was him trying to be woke at a moment, and it just failed. Well, let's take that same white man who don't know anything about us mm-hmm. and just sees us. We are very critical of him if he pretends like he knows. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So if Kevin Hart don't really know, he needs to educate himself. Because saying stuff like when Lil Nas X said that, you know, he grew up learning to hate this shit. Yeah. You just said you gay, we so grew what? up learning to hate this shit. Right. He pretended like we didn't. He That's said how? He said how when he said I grew up to hate this shit. What do you mean how? I didn't hear that I know, part. You know, he, yeah, he said how. I've heard that. You're gay, so what? Yeah, if you <laughs> no, that's keep all listening, I he, he keep talking about it, and he yeah. said, I learned, I grew up learning to hate this shit. Mm. And he said, how? And it's like, everybody black know how? Yeah. Nigga, you can't be gay in the hood. You yeah. gonna get roasted if you even, if you wear Abercrombie and Fitch and that's Crocs the, in the hood. That's the thing now. It's the it's thing. A, it's the thing now. When thing. I was little, yeah, you gay. You wearing them thin ass, thin ass shirts. Yeah, yeah, you was gay. You gay. So that whole dialogue and exchange between them came off as if he was either uninformed, mm-hmm. unconcerned, mm. or he didn't care about the population. See, the way I heard it was he was just like, oh, I'm going to make a grand gesture for you and try to normalize your situation. So Pete Buttigieg came onto the Breakfast Club and Charlemagne asked him about it. Mm-hmm. He basically said, and what Kevin Hart said was, "Look, when you tell somebody something about yourself, then you don't have to tell them no more. It is what it is. It's done. You a man. You don't need to talk. You you ain't got to keep explaining yourself you, if people keep asking you these questions. You got to in this situation because but, it's not the norm. 
exactly. You have to explain where you're coming from because you got to explain why this is such a huge step for you and and people like you is because normally people like me get killed for doing stuff like this. And that begs the difference. Then why why don't Kevin Hart know what you know? I think he does. He was trying to sound woke at that time. Like he he was trying to be like, oh, it doesn't matter. It's, it's, It's no big deal. But there's a huge difference between Kevin Hart being ignorant at that moment and then Dave Chappelle having these thought out jokes that's reinforcing how society sees a group of people. But then how those same group of people see the rest of society and then how they all mix in together. But that and that's the hard part to figure out, because what if Kevin Hart is homophobic, but he's trying his best not to give it off? And this is what it looks like. Well, then we're we're penalizing Kevin Hart for trying to work through those issues. If he's indeed trying to work through them, he might be trying to avoid uh, working see, through them because he knows that saying this kind of stuff will get him in heat. Because mm. the way you interpreted what he said still got him in heat. No matter he what. he communicated it about it. And that's where most com- comedians are like, well, damn it, I can't say nothing. So if I can't say nothing, I'm going to dive deeper into it. Just walk into the fire. And then that's where the whole council culture really erupts. Because if, if you feel like you're limiting my speech, then I'm going to just make you even matter to piss you off. That's going to, you know, make me bigger. I just think that everybody has some kind of responsibility in what you say, regardless. I agree. And you make me rethink a lot of the stuff that I say on this podcast. So I'm sitting there like, shit, should I even say that? But what's sparking me to even want to say that from the beginning? That's how I've, that's my daily battle with me talking to people. I say some rough stuff on our podcast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I talked about fetal alcohol syndrome. That's funny. A couple of weeks ago, yeah, you know? Yeah. Cuz uh, I have a twisted sense of humor, so I'm gonna laugh so, at shit like and that. And I'm dark too. I yeah. boy, y'all don't know how much of my brain I have to suppress daily. Why suppress it? Because I've chosen to be socially responsible. Like I've chosen the life that I want to live. I've chosen a but, life void of hurting people. And impacting people negatively. That was my decision. That's at the top umbrella of how I've chosen to exist. So, so I'm not going to do anything outwardly that causes anybody else any hurt, any pain, any frustration. So you feel like those words that you would say that super dark and super just are, are, are those words malicious? Are you trying to hurt people when you say it? No. Exactly. They're just jokes. Well, they're not jokes necessarily because I'm not a comedian. Uh-huh. If it hurts somebody... Then it's no longer a joke. You wouldn't package it in a comical way. Not if it if it hurts somebody. To me, it ceases being a joke. It's now just being hurtful dialogue. I'm Even trying to. If it makes somebody next to you laugh, if mm. it hurt you, then it's not valuable to me. And that's because of that umbrella that I got. Mm. If it hurts anybody, it's not valuable to me. And I say things that hurt people. I'm sure, mm. but I try my best to minimize that. It's possible. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Have I done that? I made a joke <laughs> on here not too long ago where I was like, uh, have a baby by me, bitch, and be a single mom. <laughs> it's like I wasn't 50 cent. I, I can't remember the context of how I got to the joke, but I'm just wondering, me making stuff like that, is that hurtful? You weren't talking to anybody specific? Yeah. And the only way it would be hurtful to me mm. is if – it meant that you thought less about women generally. No. Like, if you have a dialogue that make me feel like you think less about women... I mean, white women, but, you know. Well, generally, I mean... <laughs> I'm just messing I'm with saying, you. If, you, if I feel... If I hear you one day and I feel like 
he really don't fuck with women like that. Yeah. Then I'm not going to hear that stuff the same no more. Like, I think in all the episodes y'all have, you've built up, and me knowing you personally, right. you've built up enough concern, dialogue after the fact, being inquisitive enough to challenge me and challenge yourself mm-hmm. and adopted some new ways of thinking. I think you've done that enough for me to say, I don't think I don't think that. Yeah. Now, that's not to say you won't change, and that's right. not to say that the person that listened to the... Because you was rough on women at the beginning of the yeah. podcast last week. Yeah. Talking about that situation. Well, because he wouldn't tell us. Yeah. But I know it It has to be a woman. But, he but still the first person, the, if somebody listened to that episode that was for their the first, first time, time they're like, ooh. They had built up that, that yeah. trust in you. So that's what make you being responsible with what you say in that moment relevant. And that's why I try to come back and explain why I'm thinking this way. Usually at the end of our conversation, I'd be like, hey, this is why I'm saying this because blah, 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 blah. I don't know. Maybe as a comedian on stage, they have a certain set time and numbers. I feel like Dave explained why he was making those jokes. And so I didn't take it as he was being mean. But I see where the Kevin Hart situation went left real quick. And it's Dave. We know it's Dave Chappelle, and we also know it's Kevin Hart. I don't know Dave Chappelle. We don't, I don't know Kevin. Well, Hart. we don't know enough about them. But I'm saying it's a reason why a comedian at the start home don't come off on the stage and immediately say, "Bitches ain't shit. Women stay tripping." They don't say that shit first. Yeah. They they know the implications of what they say to yeah. how they gonna get a reaction. Well, you got to do the easy. So they you got, build it. Right. You know, a comedian has to have crowd control. So the first thing they do is get out there and get the easy laugh, like. Oh, it's a lot of beautiful women in here today. So that got the women on your side. Look at the fellas. Y'all too scared to clap? I ain't gonna. I ain't trying to take your girl or something like that. You know, once you get that small chuckle, now you got them at ease and you can start going into your bits. But I'm sorry for hijacking y'all show. No, man. I like I ain't it. Gonna, I, I fuck with it, <laughs> I don't want to do it. Uh, I don't want to yeah. take no more time than y'all going to have doing y'all show. Good. I'll talk forever. And y'all got a show. We'll, we'll talk about this later <laughs> on tonight when we are uh, eating food and whatnot. All right. So, y'all, if y'all like that type of talk, make sure you go check out the Conversation Con Artists. This is one half, Mr. On Point. Hey, look, I bring the social justice dialogue as much as possible. Red brings the hood ratchet tree. But she's smart, too. She ain't. I I have a problem with ratchet, that (laughs) word itself. It's a tool. So if we're being ratchet, we might be tightening or loosening the bolts. We're just trying to make sure y'all understand what's going on. There you go. Shout out to the conversation, yeah. Connor. Whoa, that's Cole Jackson. You're here. What's up, man? Yeah, hi. <laughs> you were kind of quiet I, on that whole situation. That wasn't my. That wasn't my hill to down. Did I die? That ain't got shit to do with you. I said that ain't my hill to die on. Right, man. <laughs> like shit. Appreciate <laughs> you, man. Appreciate yeah. you, come on, boy. Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all for y'all's time. Check out the Conversation Con Artists there on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Music, Google Play. Streaming services, all of them. Shit. Cole Jackson, what have you been listening to? Thank you. Um, I only brought one thing. Okay. Um, These guys have kind of been in the news because of uh, some white chick, I cannot remember her name, who said they was like outcasts with 200, 3000s. What? Yeah. Um, I can't. The chick that Dane Caesar was like caping for, because that was his friend. Oh, okay. She said this, but I listened to the Earth Gang yeah. um, album, Mirrorland. Yeah, I added it to my thing. I ain't Man. listened to it yet. They good? Dreamville got some fucking hits, bro. 
Mm. I, real talk. Dreamville got some hitters on their team, bro. Like, pull up the track list. <laughs> Shit, my nigga. I had it, and I didn't have it anymore. So, so the track list consists of fourteen songs. Mm, I should name them chips. Fourteen songs on Mirrorland. Um. There was a few that I couldn't fuck with. Like, I don't like Kalani like that. <laughs> so that Tripper song that they got on there, I didn't like. Um, and I didn't like the Field song. I just didn't like it. But everything else, pretty good. Like, that's 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 12 songs out of 14 that I was feeling. Um, I can see where people could get that outcast vibe from the very first song, the La La Challenge. Man, they do sound like. They was influenced by Outkast. Like you can tell, like they had some Outkast influence on this on this album, man. Mm-hmm. Um, they are pretty good. Pretty oh shit, they are pretty good. They're a pretty good group. They got some raps. Um, yeah, I'm a Dreamville stand anyway. I feel like the talent that's been. This your first time listening to Earth Gang? Mm-mm. Okay, I don't heard it before, but this is their first album. Mm-hmm. Like this is their first like album album. Really. I thought they had plenty. Okay. This day, from my understanding, this supposed to be their first album. Like, studio album? Nah, I thought they had plenty of albums. I thought those were mixtapes. Oh, it might be. I've heard, yeah, they got plenty of projects. I'm looking at them. Yeah, but like, this is like they. First studio album. Studio album. Everybody lying shit. They on that chance shit. Nobody knows. You know what I'm saying? This is is where you want us to start measuring Well, that's like Nip. Nip's first actual studio album. Was, was it, victory, uh, victory lap, victory lap, and his only album. Shit. I mean, he got a shit ton of mixtapes. Yeah. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, but for this, this shit is dope, bro. Like, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, I thought they they had some really good raps on here. The features they got like Young Thug, Kalani, Aaron Ray, uh, Malik, and T Pain. Um, but you can if you take. I mean, definitely stream it. Mm. Um. It was a buy for me because, again, I'm a Dreamland fan, uh, a Dreamville yeah, fan. Yeah. I fucks with it. Um, but I enjoyed it. Listened to it from front to back. Put it back on replay. Started it over again. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was just good. Um, some chick did say that they were, they're like outcasts with 200, 3000s. And I don't know if you watched uh, The Breakfast Club this week, but Big Boy was on there. Yeah. And they probably brought that up to Big Boy, and Big Boy was like, "That's more uh, ain't disrespect to me. That's more disrespectful to to Andre because we a group. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we always been a group. Um, I think people shortchange Big Boy a lot, and I, I don't know. think people understand what Big Boy be rapping. Yeah, like, they can't catch his voice. Like Big Boy is not like some pushover rapper. That nigga be killing. The nigga got fucking like, raps too. I think Big Boy is the best one out of the group, but Andre's just more creative. Mm-hmm. But all right, whatever, y'all. I feel like they. I mean, him and Sleepy Sleepy, Sleepy Brown, Brown. They're supposed mm-hmm. to be doing a joint project. Mm-hmm. They dropped a single on um, this Sleepy past Friday. Sleepy Brown is the Nate Dog of the South. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. I know how high you put Nate Dog up there. Nate, don't yeah. do that. All right. But guys, if you get that's the only thing I listen to is a whole bunch okay. of music I'm probably gonna bring next week because I listen to a whole bunch of other shit, but I never got into it. Yeah. But please take time out to stream. If you got a streaming service, take time out to listen to this Earth Gang. Mm. 
it's it's worth your time. I guarantee you it's worth your time. So I listen to my music using Google Play, Google Music. Mm-hmm. And um, this service is a piece of shit. I'm going to be honest with you. Like I, I like it. I like it because it has the majority of the music that I listen to, mm-hmm. but it doesn't update as quick as everything else like iTunes and whatnot. And maybe it's a process. Wait, Google Music doesn't update it? No. Like, what? I'm, that doesn't make and sense. And some of their album art is just missing. Some of the albums have the wrong songs and titles. Like they need somebody to go back through there and just fix all the metadata. Mm-hmm. But Big Fats brand new album came out Friday. It's I did called not know Table that. Manor. I could download it off of any other service like Apple Music's and whatnot, but I pay for Google Play. So I've been wanting to listen to it through Google Play. What's it called again? Big Table Manor. It's called Big Fats B I G G. F A T T S. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm talking about the table, table manners. T A B L E M A N N A. Like manna. From the Bible, the food, the substance. Mm-hmm. But I, I really want to hear this project. I'm a huge Big Fats fan. Thanks to you, Cole Jackson, for introducing him to me. I've been seeing people on Instagram, people on Twitter talking about it. I have not been able to listen to it because I didn't want to pirate it. I wanted to listen and give him support. Some he, yeah. yeah, he. Yeah. I'm not trying to get into your conversation. Yeah. This is the last time I'm buddy in. Man, support this dude, man. He is fire, dog. Like, well, I ain't heard the album, so I'm excited about it. Fatty food truck. Fatty food truck to me is really good. I, I put Leroy on it. Hopefully, I hadn't heard from him. I'm gonna ask him today. He probably don't like it. We'll see. Um. Also, Leroy said he sent you some music. That I should have asked you about. I listen to it. I ain't listen to one song. Okay, that'll be next week. Yeah. Okay, but I'm really excited to listen to this Big Fats Table Manor. So I'll check that out next week. Hopefully, I have the legit copy of it. Um, Jonah Lucas got this new. Well, I think this song is old, but Google's saying it's new. He's got this new project called ADHD. Like it's a single song. That's old. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's been out. But it's on the new release up on the Google stuff. So I didn't listen to that. Euro and Lil Wayne. I don't know if you remember Euro. He was on Lil Wayne's mixtapes. He was this guy from... He was like the next guy that Lil Wayne was going to make big. Like Joel Santana? Yeah. And so they got a new song. I hadn't listened to it. I just saw it on there. And then uh, Post Malone, he got a brand new album. They saying this shit is actually pretty decent. Yeah, Hollywood is bleeding or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I, I downloaded it, but I haven't listened to it. I downloaded it, too. I didn't listen to it either. I've been listening to that Jadena still. Like, I'm fucking with that shit. That, that shit, shit hard. Vibe, bro. Um, Yeah, last night, that was that was the groove. Told you. Told you, nigga. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, I did tell you. You did. You did. Thank you. Uh, I can't be a coon all my damn life. Shit. Damn. Damn, Beachy got a new song out? Uh, yeah, it's called Struggling. <laughs> man, I fell off like a bad batch of dope, man. Um, damn, where is this shit? It was one more that I wanted to talk about. Oh, Toby Newegwe. He's got a new song with Paul Wall. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yo, bruh. Nigga. Do you know how many cool points you just got? Yeah. I mean, I can't pronounce his last name, but I like him anyway. Toby Newegwe. That nigga, I will. Fuck it. He African. Man, he got a song with Paul Walker. Yeah, man, y'all need to check that out. I man, can't, I can't nigga, on here. fuck with him. Um, other than that, that's been it, man. I did download the Earth Game, but I ain't really listened to it. I just kind of skimmed through it. 
Them niggas give ain't out. They not outcast. Give him, give him the contest, bro. They not outcast, but all right. Give him the contest. You, you, um, you appreciate it. Banks is not retiring. He said that he was just joking. Man. Anyway, um, but since Banks was was talking about retiring, and it made me start going back to my New York biases and my New York like hip hop groups. You listen to Bust Around, A Rap Money. No. <laughs> I was expecting you to start this month off like you said you were. Oh, my random lyrics. lyrics. Yeah. I was too busy writing skits and fucking. Um, Do you have your random lyrics, though? I don't. Oh, man. Well, that's where I come in. Uh-oh. I have random lyrics. Pick up the ball, boy, and run it. <laughs> Pick up the ball and run it, nigga. I wasn't sure if I should do this in the in the what you listening part or just in the beginning of the well, show. Well, I was supposed to do it at the beginning of the show every, that's what every I week. Damn, I'm sorry, y'all. That's all right, man. Pick up the ball, nigga, and run it. Run that ball, Since coon. you're telling me to do it, I ain't doing it. Good. Uh, think for yourself. Don't oh, pick since, cotton all your life. Since I can think for myself, I guess I'm going to do it now. I'm confused. I've... If you hear me chewing on chips, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm hungry. At the end of this, you get to guess who this was, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm probably going to get it wrong, but... No, it's, it's... It's cool. Oh, I can't this nigga standing up. Boy, he to, like man. he in the booth, nigga. Oh, I can't. Even, I can't even oh, stand up all shit, the way. That nigga in the booth, nigga. Get in the booth, nigga. Talk your shit, cuz. My, my cable too short, <laughs> so I gotta sit back down. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> you, you are uh, uh, extremely misguided, sir. You bit off more than you can chew. Ain't much more that I can do. I gotta look for you, niggas. I gotta warn for your crew. Y'all done got me started. Put me in this position. Push my button. Put the key in my ignition, nigga. Once the engine running, I'm coming to injure something. Fuck me like I'm sex. I promise revenge is coming. Sometimes you can't wait for coming to get them back. And mama said if they hit you, you got to hit them back. See, that's how I was raised. That's why I'm not phased. I'm cost too much, nigga. That's how I'm appraised, see. I done cut off friends, disappeared enemies. I'm not a fan of phony vibes and weird energy. Even a friend of me was hating on a G. It seems petty like Bruce Spelling is Caitlyn with a C. See, I seen it all. If you tase me, you couldn't shock me. Dog, I heard it all. If Jay-Z, you can't rock me. You can't knock me. They had to go another route. White sheets over you for helping undercovers out. Just like Thanksgiving. Slide through your mother's house. We gonna pull the muffins out. Blow a nigga stuffing out. Shorty, you don't know nothing about finishing game. This the flow that blemish your name, diminish your fame. Boy, your whole style is trash. Your image is lame. I set fire to your ass and extinguish your flame. I'm gonna stop. Well, no, no, no. We keep going. From start to finish to finish to start again, I ran into your broad again, met her at the party in, fed her that Bacardi in, spread her like an accordion. She made it clap better than the audience. She said you keep calling, trying to get into arguments. How you was cool, but now you sweater like a cardigan. <laughs> once once you got a, I'm sorry, once you get a real nigga, get rid of the fraudulent. I can handle that, bae. Tell me where he at, bae. So, based off the rhyme pattern, you already know who it was. I'm thinking it's either fabulous or I'm I was actually thinking more of like the punchlines. That's either fabulous, maybe Jada. I fucked up them punchlines though, didn't I? I messed up. I mean, the you, point was really just the I mean You got it though. Like the, the you caught what he was saying? Yeah. Okay. But that sounds like some fabulous t- who is it? It's fab. Oh yeah, I mean you the, knew the, it was gonna sw- be simple. <laughs> no, no, no. 
Cause that could have been Jada, the 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 one the the, the bar the bar with the sweater the sweater bar yeah cardigans, cardigans. Yeah. I was like oh that's foul yeah, yeah. I know that nigga's punchlines out of anybody. The reason why I picked this because I like how his wordplay is and like I stumbled a lot so maybe I can chop it up to make it smoother maybe I just dub it in but <laughs> I really like his wordplay because he's like. You when, you, when you said the, the cardigan sweater uh, That's the best line? line I was like oh that's Fab okay. he, Cause he Not a lot of niggas can pull off that shit Fab can pull that shit yeah. off Jada could probably pull that shit off mm-hmm. But Fab like a pretty boy ass nigga sometimes mm-hmm. So I was like oh shit mm-hmm. That's Fab I like where he was like You push my buttons Put my key in my ignition Like I don't know Like Jay Z you can't knock me Yeah I was like yeah. oh shit yeah. nigga Like oh okay. shit But that's what I like about hip hop. Like he told a whole story in that, and so my random <laughs> lyrics is not that random. It's just me trying to expose that there are some really good lyricists out there. It might not be the perfect person for like the mainstream, but most people have something to say when they rap. And this is just an example of somebody saying something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that that sweater line was like, oh, yeah. that's fab. Sweater like a cardigan. Yeah, yeah, I'm sweater yeah. like a card. I was like, oh, that's fab. That's some fab <laughs> shit right there. I like this shit. Was like, oh shit, did I say mama? Did I say the mama line? Yeah. Okay. I don't think I did. I'm pretty sure you did. It's in there. What song you got to tell people what uh, song it was? That is from Summertime Shootout, starting something. That's where he takes that uh niggas done started Start something beat yeah. and he flipped that shit and he killed that shit. Fabulous. F A B O L O U S. Can't spell just like me. <laughs> Ghetto fabulous. Well, let's get into it. Is it it's that- time, folks. This mother. Let's get started with rundown. rundown. See, that's better. The rundown is where Cole Jackson and Shogun takes news clips, bites, chew them up, spit them out, and tell you what it's all about in this week. We talking about a lot of... Ooh, it's water. Hmm, that's 80% of the earth. We're talking about 80% a lot, of the earth is water? Yeah, somehow. I didn't know that. You didn't? I don't pay attention in school, nigga. <laughs> Shit. Healthcare. Yeah. Education. Neither one of those apply to me because I'm black. Well... Wait. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> well, speaking of some shit that should not apply to you, women will now be making more money in the new Miss Monopoly board game. Have you heard about this? Monopoly is oh, getting an update. I did. Monopoly is getting an update. A women's and women will benefit the most. Hasbro is releasing a new Monopoly game celebrating women's empowerment. Miss Monopoly. <laughs> marks the first time ever a new mascot will be in the spotlight on the game's cover. However, in this version, women will also make more money than men. <laughs> CNN reports that the new iteration, women will collect $240 of Monopoly bucks when they go past go, while men will require and acquire the regular $200 according to Hasbro that women is only worth 40 more dollars bitch uh the update <laughs> i said that not them <laughs> hasbro <laughs> pretty sure hasbro said it too ah, they, they gave him 40 dollars right, so yeah, shut up <laughs> in the money. What, you do, <laughs> what you do for the 40 <laughs> bust open for the 40 huh uh the updated monopoly game is the first game where women will be paid more than men it's fun to take a new take on the game that creates a world where women have an advantage often enjoyed by men. Mm. 
Yay. The company said in a statement, but but don't worry if men play their cards right, they can make more money, too. Another new feature is that instead of buying property, players will. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm laughing too much. Players will contribute to invent, contribute to inventions by women like Wi-Fi and chocolate chip cookies. Jail. I don't, I don't understand. Cole Jackson, how do you feel about Monopoly? pandering to a brand new audience by making women get paid more money when they go past go. So here's my thing. Maybe Hasbro should pay these women in real life and mm. not in Monopoly money. See, in Monopoly oh. money, you can do any dumb shit, any kind of crazy shit. Oh, this is great, Miss Monopoly. Oh, but in the real world, that don't mean shit. What's, so, What's the justification? Of what? Of Miss it's no, it is no justification. This is stupid. Just pay women money. Pay them what they worth. Shit. Holy shit. You mean to tell me that we have to come up with a fucking game to kind of f- feel like we're appeasing women? Come on, bruh. You want to hear what the comments are saying? Why is there a Miss Monopoly when Monopoly is just Monopoly and not Mr. Monopoly? Pay I would pay, Just pay them in real life. How about that? Is that a hard concept? I would execute both Mr. and Mrs. Monopoly for their crimes against uh, their crimes of greed against the working poor. Oh. The guillotine is the great equalizer. I like this guy. Detroit's number one funny man. I fuck with you. We think the same. Maybe they should. I, all I'm saying is, you know, instead of doing the shit in the game, they should just do the shit in real life. What you think? We do not accept Miss Monopoly as a gamer girl. The Gamer Girl Alliance has rejected her, says uh, Natalie Watson. What do you think? Man, this is some bullshit. Like, you getting $40. Like, why? It ain't even real money, though, bro. How you going to have a game called Monopoly, right, about owning everything, and then you give one of the, 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 I guess, players in the game an extra $40? The rules are not fair. But I guess that's to be seen in a game called Monopoly, right? You're trying to take it all. So why not? I guess we're going to have shoots and ladders with fucking extra ladders. Yeah, what other games can we do this with? They got motorized ladders. Can't that do only with operation. Motorized ladders that only short people can have, not the tall people. <laughs> Since they're ladders, you know. I guess the operation, you ain't really got to operate. Hmm. Can that be sexual? No. Well, I ain't. Don't <laughs> <laughs> well, touch that one, do you? Yep. Don't touch the size. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Kevin Hart said. This guy is a Who cares? No, he was in the car. Uh, <laughs> Don't touch the size. We, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going, folks. You should have heard the, the original skit that I had wrote. Um, mm-hmm. This is dumb. We're pandering still. And we're pandering in the wrong way. Pay women real money, not monopoly money. Well, it makes. Them I've feel never had better. a woman say, "Hey, baby, let's go out on a date with this monopoly money." Do you know how many different versions of monopoly they have? They got monopoly Star Wars, Family Guy, Millennial Simpsons. Monopoly. Yeah, it's like, all that shit. That nigga, I don't give a fuck about this. Yeah, Ain't nobody that. buying this, and this is probably the only way this will sell. Because it's like, oh, women first. Now you're just using these women to. to oh, it's a ploy. Yeah. So I'm just like, man, fuck out of here. Monopoly. They, Monopoly these. When are they gonna come out with big dick Monopoly? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the mascot for that one? 
<laughs> I hope it's some trans Lexi person. <laughs> no, I want it to be some trans person. That would be great. Speaking of great, don't you like it when shit happens in your favor, Shogun? Oh, hell yeah. Don't you like it when shit is a mistake and it's in your favor? Oh, you gave me two fries? Shit, all right. There you go. <laughs> Speaking of two fries, a Pennsylvania couple is facing a felony charge after blowing through $120,000 that was accidentally deposited into their bank account. And they getting a felony charge? <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's the crime? <laughs> Let's find out. A Pennsylvania couple is facing a felony theft charge after police said that they spent $120,000 that was accidentally put into their bank account and failed to notify the bank of their error. Again, they failed to, to notify the bank. Hmm. Police said that Robert and Tiffany Williams of Montessorville are facing overdraft fees from the bank of about $107,000. This is according to the criminal complaint filed by the Lynn Cumming County uh, District Court. Officials said that Tiffany Williams told them she and her husband spent the money on SUV, a camper, two four-wheelers, a car trailer, amongst other things. The bank error occurred May the 31st when a customer in Georgia made the deposit of $120,000 at the BB&T bank. The teller entered the wrong amount and then... It, uh, at the BBNT bank, the BBNT bank teller entered the wrong account number. When the customer contacted the bank to ask about the missing deposits, investigators discovered that the funds had been gone and they went into the Williams joint bank account. The bank reportedly made multiple attempts to contact the Williams. When the, when the bank finally got a hold of them, Tiffany Williams said this, I no longer have the funds because I already paid off my bills. <laughs> some of the money, some of the money also went to pay for car repairs and a couple gave $15,000 to friends because they needed some money. She also told the bank that she would try to come up with the repayment or come up with the repayment agreement for the money, mm -hmm. but the bank wasn't able to contact the couple after the phone conversation. <laughs> the bank credited the correct uh, their correct account with $120,000 and took the money out of the same account that they incorrectly put it into. Both Tiffany and Robert Williams both <laughs> told investigators that they were, they knew the large sum of money didn't belong to them, but, you know, it was in their account. What do you expect? Here's a quote. All I'm going to say is we took some bad legal advice from some people and it probably wasn't even the best thing to do in the end. That's what from Robert Williams. Mm -hmm. uh, the couple made their first appearance in court this past Monday. Shogun. Who's in the wrong? Finders, keepers, losers, weepers. Y'all fucked up. Y'all put the money in my account. The money is assured. <laughs> money ain't there. It ain't there. So, me knowing a little bit about stuff like this happening. How this happens happen? all the time. Oh, like, it does? It don't people, never happen to me. <laughs> I need people, you to ensure this happened to me. So, we have so certain tellers think they know everything and they'll type in things and be like oh like here you go and don't read reading is fundamental i clearly can't it's read good too mental but we've had I've, I've seen this happen before and they do the steps are as follows call the customer let them know this is not wrong this is not your money 
and then you move it. Mm-hmm. Now, if you cannot get in touch with that customer, that client, mm-hmm. guess what? You still have to move it out of their account. Right. So they didn't move it, right? But it is not on, and this is for one part of, like, I don't know what other institutions do, mm-hmm. but it is not on the client or the customer to know Y'all, or get in touch with the bank. the bank. Yeah. Like, it's on us. To I mean, you didn't need my permission to put the money in there. Right. So. It's on us to be able to get in touch with you. But if we cannot, we have the authority to take it out and put it in the right account. That's why I don't believe this happens a lot. If it does, I'll never see it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they left $100,000 in these people's account. Hundred twenty for multiple days. It didn't. It didn't put how many days it okay. was, but I could. I mean, they, they, they went out and bought. They bought two fucking. They bought two fucking four wheelers, a fucking car, and, and gave fifteen thousand. Yeah, how do you just give money away? Like you can't just withdraw ten thousand. They're friends. They're friends. You can't withdraw money. ten thousand dollars from the bank like that. Like, don't you have to write a check? Mm-mm. You can withdraw. I thought it had a mem- uh, a limit. Ten, is it ten thousand dollars? Then you become an, uh, you get an investigation or no. something. Oh, well, well, sure. clearly I don't have a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> no. If it's if it's in there, you. I mean, now you can't get it in cash. Like you have to get yeah, like a cashier's check, or okay. you have to get a cashier's check. Oh, okay, but you can remove as much money if it's there. You can take it. Damn, that's what's up. But now, nah, I mean, felony charges. Fuck out of here. Yeah, now they get felony charges on some shit that wasn't even they fault. I really nah, like to, I mean, it's they fault, but they, they should drop these charges. Oh no, nah, they ain't finna do that. Yeah, I know. Somebody gonna get their money. How is this a robbery? <laughs> it's Y'all not really put, a robbery. Well, what's the crime? What is the crime? Let's see here. Did they put it in the story? It was at the beginning. You said it was a felony charge for something. Mister Mean, not Mister Meaner. It was a. Uh, Let's see. I don't remember. They weren't supposed to spend the money though. Apparently, shit is in my account. But I mean, it wasn't their fault. I would did the same shit, and I know the rules. I would have spent the fuck out of that shit. So I would have spent it to fly somewhere outside of the country where you could never find me again. You think they uh they going to jail for this? I hope not. I hope not either, man. But yeah. the tellers should go to jail too because they fucked up. Nah, the the money's insured. The bank should just eat this. The bank should just eat. Come on, like bro. this is on the bank. The bank knew better. It should be on the, so the, should the teller be fired? Yeah. Yeah. That's a $120,000 mistake. Well, um, more than that, because they got $107,000 overdraft fees. the fees. money is. <laughs> it's $36 each. <laughs> 100 how much? You they know? got $107,000 in overdraft Ooh. fees. That motherfucker, that I, don't motherfucker, even, I don't bank with y'all no more. That, mother, that motherfucker SUV and camper. This is with BB and T. And you think you fuck that? <laughs> and you you really think they gonna answer the phone again, bitch? <laughs> I got a new number. <laughs> I got a new phone. I got a new life. <laughs> I'm out of this bitch. Nah, man. I would have spent the fuck out there. I ain't Hell yeah, I would have spent the fuck out that money <laughs> with but no I ain't hesitation. Gonna, so you get you get a big sum of money. You giving your friends some fifteen thousand dollars? Yeah, I give my homie some. No, no I want to go out no fifteen thousand yeah, dollars. Nah, I would give my homie some money. Not no fifteen thousand. Why? If I had that kind of money, I would. Because when they come to arrest me, I ain't gonna be in jail by myself. <laughs> <laughs> man, we was balling out of control when we played. Yeah, man. You know, Shit. I bought a tiger with my money. <laughs> Shit. We gonna be like shoddy in six nine. <laughs> if I'm going to jail, 
You know I'm I'm finna get some time because that 15 you give me, I'm I'm buying a brick. I'm buying a person. I'm about to flip this bitch. I'm about to turn that 15. I'm finna turn these halves in the hole. Nah. <laughs> Nah. Not you, nah. me. I know you do what you do with your share, but Shit. me, I'm, I'm buying a person. Half a hole all day long. All right. So, what in the hell of Jesse Smollett or oh, Juicy Smollett? Have you heard that Juicy Smollett is causing people to do copycat copycat crimes? Have you heard anything about this? No. Okay. God well, this damn. might be the first one. A former NFL player oh is. My God. A former NFL player is accused of destroying his own business and making it look like a hate crime burglary. A former NFL player, you want his name? Yes. Edwin Lewis Kaufman. Yeah, nobody ever heard of his name. A former NFL player is facing criminal charges after he allegedly destroyed his business near Atlanta uh, to make it look like a hate crime burglary. The police said Edwin Edwin Lewis Kaufman, 31 years old. He was arrested Thursday and charged with false reports of a crime, insurance fraud, and concealing a license plate, police said. Uh, We don't care about his. They said he spent four seasons in the NFL. He played for several different teams, including the Washington Redskins, the Dallas Cowboys. Man, the Cowboys are actually pretty decent this year. It's been one game. (laughs) Arizona Cardinals. All right. It's like, man. They look really good. But you know it's just like, it's the Dallas Cowboys. Like, they've been trashed for eons. They will continue to be. (laughs) Officers first responded on the scene after a caller reported that somebody was inside the Create, Bake, Pizza, and Kaufman Creamery. I don't know. I guess these are two separate stores. But Kaufman Creamery was was, destroyed. Somebody was inside damaging the business. The witness also reported that the suspect was driving a black car without a license plate. Why the car got to be black? Because you know brother. what it is. It's a getaway car. It looks why can't suspicious. The white be, why can't the car be white like the Bronco somebody, that OJ was in? Well, you know, brother. That was probably the best marketing ever. That was the Ford Escape. <laughs> no, it was a Bronco. It was, it was a, Bronco. a Bronco. And then they called it the Escape after that. Anyway. Uh, authorities confronted Kaufman, the owner of the business, oh, the two businesses, after they saw him driving, you know, the described getaway car, a black vehicle with no license plate. They noticed several televisions in the back of the truck bed. Where are these televisions coming from? They were inside the cab as well. And they also still had brackets attached to them with pieces of drywall <laughs> broken about. Fuck. The police said that they went inside the business and officers saw several different graffiti graffiti symbols on the wall. The booth cushions were cut and slashed and damaged. And then somebody had freshly painted MAGA all over the walls. Monkey was another (laughs) reference that they sprayed on the wall. (laughs) They also found broken mirrors, cut wires, damaged and, and a damaged video surveillance system oh my god the smell of fresh wet spray paint was fresh in the air when officers touched it it appeared to be wet monkey Kaufman was released on bond Thursday his his attorney said that the player is looking forward to his day in court quote Kaufman is presumed innocent like 
anyone else who's accused of a crime, don't prejudge him without knowing the facts. That's what the lawyer said. Kaufman told the police that he had noticed that the damage was early. He noticed the damage of his business early in the day, and he called his insurance company to report the damages, but he didn't call the police. Um, also, they found a yellow crowbar and cans of black spray paint inside his vehicle. It appears that Kaufman stupid. It, stupid as fuck. it appears that Kaufman <laughs> conjured Jesus. a premeditated plan to damage his own property and attempt to make it look like a hate crime and file a claim with his insurance company and sell off the under uh, undamaged appliances and electronics. Jesse can go down in history as being one of those guys to set a trend. He's definitely a trendsetter. And now we have Kaufman. Coach Jesse, how you feel about this man? He should get everything that he's going to get in jail. Wait. Do you think it was a legitimate hate crime? Nigga. Do you think? Nigga. Wait. It could be. You know how the media spin things and twist things around. <laughs> <laughs> nigga. That nigga is as guilty as R. Kelly. Man, what? You got wet. Paint, <laughs> like my nigga. How do you have the spray cans in your in car? your fucking car? <laughs> you stupid fuck. And you got a crowbar. Okay, that's cool. That that's two. Oh wait, you got electronics with the brackets. With the still? brackets on there. <laughs> and drywall broke from the brackets. Mm. I don't know about this one, bro. I know one thing that one good thing that came out of this. What's that? Trump has a new pl- toy he can have. Yep, yep. The MAGA monkeys. <laughs> MAGA do they wind up? Yeah, you wind them up with social right. media. Or they could just be plush monkeys with MAGA hats on them. The MAGA monkeys. That's racist. What? That's racist. Do you know you can flip them? You want to make some MAGA monkeys? Yeah. See, I'm see, see that money That money's still green, but it ain't going to spend the same. It's, it's going to feel a little bad. Is, is Candace Owens still available? I mean, she might. MAGA, speaking of MAGA monkeys. Jeez. Mm. Um, <laughs> I got a clip. All right. Bum, 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 bum. What a dumbass, by the way. <laughs> what no, a I, fucking idiot. I was reading this story. I was like, this is the greatest story ever. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> How do you do this, you dumbass? Which one? Teen the last wrestling? one, yes. You can set it up. Oh. Uh, for my story, next story, Florida teens stole money from her parents to hire someone to murder them. Roll that footage. Holy shit. 17-year-old is now behind bars at the Lake County Jail. News 6 is Jerry Askin. Is there live for us this noon? Do we know how investigators learned about her plan, Jerry? Uh, Justin, yes. Investigators say her friend actually reported the crime. Deputies today told us in Lake County that she stole her parents' debit cards to buy drugs and actually um, gave money to two of her friends to try and get her parents killed. And we just got the report here in Lake County in the past hour or so ago, and right now we're working to find out more. Here is a picture right now we just got of 17-year-old Alyssa Hatcher. She was arrested yesterday, and right now she's being charged as a juvenile. Uh, Deputies say she admitted to using her parents' debit card and made two 
purchases. She said she bought cocaine for a hundred or so Holy dollars shit. and also gave money to a friend to get someone to kill her parents. She said because it never happened, she gave nine hundred or so dollars to a second man to kill her parents. That's it. And deputies say her parents wanted her prosecuted. And back out here live in Lake County, Hatcher left the jail here about ten forty-five this morning, bound for the juvenile jail in Ocala. And right now we're talking to investigators and working to find out more about this bizarre crime and this these wild accusations for new six beginning at four. They're not for fucking now, accusations. I'm Jerry Askin getting results. They're not accusations. So this girl took her parents' debit card to kill them. She is up for she's been officially been charged with two counts of criminal solicitation of murder. And the same motherfucker she was giving money to, her friends, snitched on her. Okay. <laughs> Let's get ready for America's brand new favorite game show, That's Racist. Where contestants will be hit with do or do not scenarios where their cultural biases will be put to the test. Well, contestants will either get a or a whether they get it right or wrong, and now will be deemed, shunned, ostracized, and you will lose your job. Let's get ready to play the Razors. Cole Jackson. Yes. We know about this story. We just went over the story. Yes. But I want to ask for the people listening at home, what race do you think this young lady is? Based on the story, based on the information, based on the evidence, what do you think the people at home is going to say? She is white. You got damn right. It's not racist when it's true. <laughs> this shit get the fuck out of here. Bitch, you ungrateful ass girl. How the fuck you gonna take my debit card? Buy cocaine for your dumb ass friends and your dumb ass self. You gonna buy drugs and alcohol. Then you gonna try to get me killed. Bitch, who the fuck is gonna take care of you after all this? I had a question after this, too. I'm sorry. I just jumped in. No, it's no. I'm saying you're straight. Who's yeah. gonna pick her up from the from jail? Not her. <laughs> Go to the motherfucker you bought the cocaine from. What the fuck are you doing with cocaine? <laughs> How do you know about cocaine? So people always say the kids today are too entitled, and I always be you like, think? and I'll be like, no, no, man, you wrong. Kids know you just have to teach them better. <laughs> I'm so what wrong. Been like? yeah. <laughs> I've been wrong. Yes. And this ostracized bitch, this bitch is on from society. Cocaine, my nigga. First of all, cocaine, my nigga. How did she? How do you? How you the parents that don't see this money coming out of your account? Because they got one hundred twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> That's the same motherfuckers with the twenty from BBT. <laughs> Fuck out of here, bitch. She bought cocaine for her friends. She paid them not. That's a cheap hit, man. I would be mad. Like, you think I'm only worth nine hundred dollars, bitch? That's a cheap this ass nigga hit, gonna, man. He gonna be sloppy. I guess he gonna they hit gonna him with have a hammer. <laughs> they gonna have evidence everywhere. They got that nigga Edwin Kaufman. <laughs> yeah, he was on his way. He was like, "How much? Yeah, well, shit, shit, my business going downhill now. Might as well. I do it for nine hundred. I I'll take the hit. <laughs> shit." My NFL career is nothing. Wait, wait, wait. She gonna need the new Monopoly game because when she get out of jail. <laughs> That extra forty dollars is gonna help hey, on Everyone go to the library. She got that extra forty. Oh man, this bitch don't get the fuck out of that here. That is some bullshit. Oh, I hope man. I'm. I, do you think her parents were shitty? No, I think her parents were wonderful. They raised a piece of shit. Oh, 
I don't want my kids to try to kill me. No, I, I'm saying that sarcastically. Yes, they were shitty oh. because they raised a piece of shit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, speaking of shitty people, <laughs> we're just going to get this one out of the way. I won't spend too much time. LeBron, knock it off. Besides, you know what I'm saying? There's great music by DJ Quick. Space Jam 2. Psych! Y'all know what else I'm thinking about. Because y'all know what today is. Taco Tuesday! What is it, buddy? It's Taco Tuesday! Thought I forgot about y'all last week. Never! Because it's Taco LeBron James tried to trademark the phrase Taco Tuesday has gratefully and graciously been denied. Keep your wave cap on, nigger. What? Honestly? Why? The beard is amazing in this video. Yeah. But yeah. I must say, what the fuck is the wave cap for? Did he Good. buy a new hairline? Probably so. Oh, okay. Well, in Europe. Nigga, Taco Tuesday, though. You can't trademark it's, that. Do you know how many motherfuckers is like, nigga? Trying to do shit like this? No, I'm saying. Nigga, please. Oh, yeah. My that nigga, ain't please. shit. Why would you? Why? This is racist at the bare minimum. Oh, Why wait, did he hold go? On now. All that shit. Wait, hold what on made now. That? Wait. Well, you, you last time had a good taco. <laughs> you, you never had a taco making. Roll your R's and Maybe, shit. No, Reba. Let's see. See what I'm saying? What? See what's racist about that? What's, what's, what does a Reba mean? I didn't say beaner. I didn't say no, 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 no. What, what is a, none of that? Okay, where did a Reba come from? <laughs> How good the tacos were, okay. Reba. So what is tacos? <laughs> does tacos come from LeBron James culture? So can I somebody mean, not from that culture wait trademark a something? You mean something? tell me if we made some soul food tacos? That would that ain't from our culture. It, it wouldn't be called we can't, tacos. We can't throw no green. It wouldn't be called tacos though. Like it wouldn't be called tacos. Hog mog and so shit like that. Let me ask you this: You remember when uh, Kim Kardashian tried to do the kimonos with her sleepwear? Different. How? She got plenty of money. <laughs> LeBron James <laughs> got a school, my nigga, <laughs> and a Nike building name. He got plenty of money. Oh. I mean, I'm not a. I'm not. A, I'm not a LeBron James fan. I'm not. Either. And I, I'm glad it got denied. Get the I'm just saying. You saying that that's racist, and I'm saying that's you ain't had a good taco to make you do that kind of shit. Come on, you do a little racist shit when you go to Taco Bell. And shit. You be like, ooh, I, I caramba. When did I do this? Wait, I I, Taco I Bell. Like you you said that Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, nigga. I eat real food. <laughs> I, can I don't be better. around you all the time. I can afford better shit than Taco Bell. Sorry. <laughs> the Chulupas are pretty good, though. <laughs> I'm not with you all the time. Okay. I see I just see fat people dance when they oh, eat. Oh, now before. I'm fat. That's, okay. uh, no. I'm just messing with you. They get good food and they start dancing. Mm. You ain't never seen that before? Yeah, I have. Nothing like a fat man dancing for food. <laughs> then you know it's real. <laughs> so I'm guessing that's all your stories. You gotta, I, okay. You so. Help. Okay, so let me t- let me just say this, guys. Mm-hmm. I w- I want to talk about the Antonio Brown situation, but I don't, <laughs> I don't. think I don't think it's going to be fair unless I. So this week, when the podcast come out, the the other side, the young lady, 
who well, if you don't know, Let's, yeah, go over it. Just let me just bit. say this: if you don't know, Antonio Brown is accused of raping a former trainer of his. <laughs> now, the young lady is hasn't spoke yet. Um, her name's Brittany Taylor. Um, she's exposed her name and everything like that. It's a civil suit, not a criminal suit, mm-hmm. but she hasn't really spoke yet. I wanted to talk about it on the show this week, but I feel like I I don't need I. I don't feel like it's right till she speaks. Mm-hmm. Um, everything's came from Antonio Brown's side of things. Um, they're already saying that it's false accusations. They're already saying this. I, I would like to. I would like to actually hear her speak first. So I I want to talk about it, but I think it would be better. It'll be more information, and it'll be better. It'll be a better conversation. Um, once she actually makes her statements on everything. that's good, that's good. I I, I, I agree. I, you know, but I, since I, this is the government name podcast, we are the checks and balances and social commentary. Mm-hmm. We have to talk about the main topics, and so since we don't feel comfortable talking about it, we won't. But we're gonna listen to somebody who has experience in this area. Oh God. A good man and a good classic man, classy, named OJ Orenthal Simpson. Let's see what he's got to say about it. Hello, Twitter world. It's me, yours truly. Well, the day is 9-11, and I guess we all should take a moment to remember the people who gave their lives and lost their lives on that day. I recall I was on my couch watching TV, and uh, when they interrupted the show that a plane had ran into the first building, and I immediately called my buddy Lawrence Taylor, big New Yorker. He was on the golf course, and I told him what happened, and, you know, uh, he went on and continued to play golf. And then a few minutes later, a plane hit the second building. And I called Lawrence back. I said, Lawrence, you ain't going to believe this. Something's going on. And I remember he rushed into the clubhouse to see what was going on. Horrible day. Uh, but something I'd never forget. I woke up this morning thinking that that would be the first thing I hear. But my TV is automatically on a sports station. And the first thing I hear is they're talking about football players wearing watches on the football field. (laughs) I'm sure there's a logical reason for that. Then, of course, they're talking about Antonio Brown and the rape allegations. And uh, I'm listening to these um, sportscasters. All of a sudden, they become crime reporters. And I heard this one guy make an idiotic statement that the girl is obviously moral and all that. And she might be. I'm not saying she's not. But they said, because she's only asking for $75,000. And I'm saying to myself, Jesus, why don't these sports guys just talk about sports? Uh, The law is, in federal court, that she has to ask for a minimum of $75,000. Make no mistake about it. This girl ain't sending herself through all of this for $75,000. So I kind of agree with her, you know. Who knows the law better than OJ Simpson? God damn you. You're right. Who knows the law better than OJ? OJ, nigga, he know. This motherfucker said that Y'all. nigga just oozes murder now. <laughs> Man, wait. <laughs> like, I can't even look at this nigga without killing like, point OJ. I'm like, ooh, that nigga just killed everybody. Oh, he killed it. He really, he really he just, did. Ooh, oh damn. Like I was just like, ooh. Well, that, that was, nigga was driving Kevin Hart's car. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. OJ would have finished the job. <laughs> Actually, OJ is an impeccable driver. You seen it. <laughs> How do you get through the streets of LA just like that? No problem. 
<laughs> Y'all better get out of here. <laughs> it's OJ. OJ. He got a gun in his head. <laughs> what a great. If you haven't seen The People versus OJ Simpson, shame on you. Shame. That movie is amazing. Especially <laughs> when you have, you have Malcolm Jamal Warner. <laughs> <laughs> Think about this. I for love a Michael Jamal Warner. Think man. about this for a second. From the Cosby Show, he was uh, Theo. You have Theo from the Cosby Show driving OJ Simpson. <laughs> Come on, people! God damn it! What else you got? Okay. Um, speaking of murder, technology is great for murder. Is it? It is good. It kind of it can help you and it can hinder you hmm. if you're on both sides of the murder situation. I am just saying. Um, Google Earth scans the Earth, right? Mm-hmm. Through satellites. And how uh, it's flat, Joe Gun. Duh. You're right. Can't scan a that flat is the Earth. Dumbest. I hate that they. You can't scan a flat Earth, nigga. I hate. It's a topographical map. You can't. I hate that <laughs> they group in conspiracy theorists. With flat earth society people Like come on guys Like conspiracy theorists think outside the box You can't think more outside the box flat, than earth. flat earth There's no box You on a flat ass surface my nigga You can't think more outside the box than that nigga Ain't nobody fell off the earth though Oh shit anyway. Somebody career <laughs> Or OJ. you could just say they disappeared Huh Hmm, kind of like this story. And uh, who goes first? Anthony. I start this off. Have you ever passed a little time by looking at Google Earth images of old neighborhoods you used to live in? I have not, I will no. say. Well, I, actually, no. Oh, okay. Well, this man did. <laughs> okay. There's a man in Wellington, Florida, who was looking at a map of a Google Earth satellite image of a neighborhood he used to live in in Wellington, Florida, and he noticed something suspicious. So he zoomed in and saw what appeared to be this, a submerged car. Wow. wow. I don't know how he saw that. Yeah, I don't know either, but he noticed this. He contacted a homeowner nearby who used a drone to confirm that, yes, indeed, it is a car. The surprise came when police pulled it out of the water. They found the skeletal remains oh. of 40-year-old William Moult, wow. who disappeared 22 years ago after leaving a nightclub on the night of November 7, 1997. Wow. He called his girlfriend, said he'd be, be home soon, mm. but he never made it. We don't know wow. exactly what happened, but uh, that's why I was interested in this, because that's actually the town my father retired to, and there are a lot of ponds like that down there. Could have been you who found it. You never know what's in there. Yeah. Great job, RoboCop. <laughs> The um, fuck is wrong with the police? What? They not flying drones and looking at Google Maps? What kind of rich neighborhood is that? With some regular guy that's, I'll oh, just fly my drone over there. He's been missing since the- For 22 fucking years. Yeah. Nobody seen this car? Yeah. Oh, somebody seen it. They was just told not to say nothing. Maybe the nigga who was like, I wonder if that car's still there. Oh, shit, it's still there. Mm, I'm call the police. Pretty sure that was OJ's neighborhood. Hmm. That actually explains a lot. I must be real desperate because I was trying to see what Gail's titties look like. (laughs) (laughs) Taco Tuesday. And also, fuck you, LeBron James, for trying to take over Tuesdays, nigga. It's government name. That's what we do on Tuesdays. Yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. Ugly. (laughs) Nigga. What did you got? I don't have nothing else, man. I got quick hits. Everything is quick hits. I got one more thing. Let me look at this real quick. I had something about new debit cards. I wanted Contactless? Yes. Yes. Where they put your finger on it. Oh, no. We right. ain't got out. Check Damn, you done bypassed me for it's real. It's a big moment in the world of money. NatWest and RBS are launching this. 
although the real-life ones will probably be smaller. And they should help wave goodbye to fraud. What we're learning from customers is they want experiences to be simple and easy. This means they don't have to remember their PIN. It means from a safety and security perspective, nope. they don't need to worry about standing at a cash point and someone looking over their shoulder and seeing what their PIN is. And we think customers are really going to enjoy the experience. Could they not get a, like a, an imprint? Of no, it's not CSI. It doesn't work that way. doesn't. OK. So a photograph? Nope. If I go hi, they just go, oh, yes, excellent. There's um, enough pixels there. That won't work. That. On a glass, you know, like police evidence kind of things, powder? No, that no, doesn't work. Doesn't work? No. Nothing? No, sorry, your television dreams are shattered. If something goes wrong and I find that somebody's got my money that shouldn't have my money, will you give it back to me? What you can always do is block your card with one yes? phone call. Is that a yes or a no, Georgina? <laughs> we review they all the on a case-by-case -case basis. Alright, they're going to show how it works. Right, it's arrived. Uh, I've got a sort of like a card reader and the card itself. And I'm going to need that little black box to kind of register my thumbprint on the fingerprint reader. I've been invited to take part in a three-month trial. The small battery in the reader is enough to power the card. After seeing my thumb from five different angles, it's happy it's got my print. Now, of course, Google and Apple Pay systems using our mobile phones linked to a debit card or credit card offer similar biometric security for payments. But your phone costs a lot more, needs to be charged, and it's a lot bigger. My new card is no thicker than a standard debit card. A strip-down of it shows what's going on. On the right is the fingerprint reader. There's no battery inside. Instead, an inductive loop, shown here in red, acts as an aerial for the card to receive power from the card terminal. The six dots at the top are the programming port, and it's here in the microcontroller where my fingerprint is stored and verified, all on the card, so our biometric data never leaves our hands. Uh, coffee, please. Now, using the card is pretty much as easy as it is at the moment, except that you've got to put your thumb or whichever finger you've registered over the golden box so it can recognise it when you make the payment. A green light flashes to show all's OK and that my plastic's not in some trickster TV producer's mitts. Oz! Now, the other big bonus I've found is my new spending limit. Normally, contactless payments cap out at £30, but this allows me to spend up to £100 because of the additional security. And I'm told that by the time it comes to market, well, that limit could be limitless, which means I could get my weekly shopping, fill up my car, or buy a bike just with a tap on my card. Cole Jackson, how do you feel about fingerprint enacted? Damn. Card readers. Yeah, you beat me to the punch because they, they if initially it was like the contest, uh, I had um, seen a video on YouTube about the contactless cards and mm -hmm. how that works and mm -hmm. how they took the technology and how it is in the phone and all the other yeah. shit. Your ass done got down, bypassed my ass with the <laughs> fucking fingerprint. Fuck you. We you are the checks and balances. I can't stand your <laughs> punk ass. I don't even know how I ran across this shit, but in my circles, I found this. I was like, oh, yeah. I need to talk about this. Like, so they're trying to. 
they keep trying to one up everything else with security purposes. I don't like the chip reader. No, I don't either. Okay. I it, it, but Just now give, give it's me a pin. I want a pin code. Well, now they have the contactless. Well, here in America, because this is clearly in the UK. BBC. Yeah, UK. Same. <laughs> yeah, we got some. I don't thing. want BBC in my face. Um. <laughs> you never know until you try. Um, currently in America, we have moved from the chip to the con- contactless cards, which mm-hmm. means all you got to do is tap it up against the the POS and you're done. And what we've happened? had this technology in a while, but now they're saying this is safer than the chip. Mm-hmm. My problem is, what are we what are we protecting now? Because <laughs> clearly, I mean, we'll think about it this way, Shogun. Like clearly. Our information is out there. Like Facebook has has basically Everything. killed the the myth of us. Uh, f- Facebook, Google, all these people have killed this myth about our our, our information being safe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So why are we one upping ourselves on these cards to protect what is already out there? That's not. It's not protected. Like nothing is. Pro- am I am I saying it right? Am no, I making no. sense? You're making sense. My, none of these things are protected, so we're going to these next level of things. So now it's a fingerprint reader that's supposed to protect me more? It's all about your protection, sir. But I'm not protected, Shogun. But it's all about your protection, sir. But I'm not protected. So you want my honest opinion about this? Yes. I don't think it's a good idea, by the way. What are we doing with all this fingerprint data? Where is all this stuff going? Now, they, they made it a point to say that the data stays on the card. It mm-hmm. doesn't go anywhere else. Cool. But what if it's transferred? <laughs> like maybe they, I mean, did you not hear him say that the card is powered by induction mm-hmm. being close to the card reader? Yeah. Has anybody else said anything about induction power about these damn cards? Matter of fact, did you even know that your card had a whole circuit inside of it? Nope. Sure didn't. We what are we doing with this digital money? What is our money going to? Where is it? How is it being tracked and controlled? And the big business isn't what you're spending your money on. Mm-hmm. It's why did you spend your money on these things? Mm-hmm. So having our For location, data. yeah, the data of it all. Did the red lights in my head start going off mm-hmm. when I see shit like this? I agree. I might not know the whole story, but I know something's not right about this shit. I agree. And with my fingerprint and then all these other companies trying to get your fingerprint to unlock it, I don't use my fingerprint to unlock my iPhone or my Android phone. I, I just don't do that shit. I'm worried about this because people are so willing to accept it. Like the other day, um, this lady had to download an app on her phone, right? And the app just popped up and said, hey, we need your credit card. And I was like, you don't have to put your credit card in the app. It's a free app. She's like, well, they ask you for it. And I was like, you don't have to do it. She's like, well, I'm going to go ahead and do it. I'm like, a sucker is born every minute. Now that app has your credit card. That's one more security issue. Now, what happens if that app gets hacked? They got your information. Or what if they just charge you for something that you didn't even want? Mm-hmm. Why are we putting ourselves in risk at risk with doing all this stuff like changing the policies and changing the card types because we are under the guise is like they're gonna get it anyway 
They have our, my they've information. They got it at they've this got, point. Got, well, I've I mean, given but, it to them freely. But that's what people hide, hide under the guise of. Mm. That's the first thing that they say. Well, they're going to get my my information one way or the other. Yeah. I might as well willingly. I, no, I'm on I your know, side I, with this. I, know, I'm just I just think people are stupid. <laughs> Like people are dumb. Like, well, they already got it. Like, well, bitch. Like, I, you know. I think we need to start asking more questions. <laughs> but that's the thing, though. When somebody says it's for your security, Shogun. Oh, people, shut you up. shut it. You shut. You shut the fuck up. Mm. It's like, well, this is for your security. Well, I got a gun for that. You know Amen. what I'm saying? But I, I, I don't. I don't. All these biometrics and all this other bullshit. Like you, they cloning people out here, motherfucker. With clones, shit. I, we are not now, but uh, I, I don't know. Tell me I, about it. I just I don't know, man. Sometimes it's just time for that shit, man. We need to hit each other. <laughs> it's time for the one and only quick hits. I should never do that again. <laughs> you said it. I didn't. Yeah, all right, niggas. Oh, I need to go first. Yeah, every time I oh. set it up. I be trying to get my stories that I said. Well, that. my computer like okay. reset on me. Trump confirms the death of Osama bin Laden's son on American soil. Nigga, woo wee! Toronto, <laughs> Toronto Raptors partner with Nike to release their own athletic hijabs for Muslim women in sports. That shouldn't have followed that, should it? It well. Apparently, KKK recruitment flyers have been found on a high school campus in Texas. Officials are investigating. What are they investigating? That's the norm. Where that's, like these... the, that's like the Glee Club. <laughs> Shit. I got one more Trump thing if you want me to keep going. Oh, well, no, because I got a Florida man pulls gun on McDonald's employee over cold hamburgers. That's typical. Yeah. Well, I got another Florida man story. What's that? Florida man was arrested after giving his girlfriend a wet willy. <laughs> she can suck my wet willy. Oh, she, Bang Bros. Speaking of wet willies, oh, yes, Bang Bros. To submit ten million dollar bid to rename the Miami Heat Arena the BBC. That is amazing. Greatest thing that I've ever amazing. heard in my life. How much money is Bang Bros. Making off of this porn? Have you seen their porn? They I, have some of the best kind out I there. I have seen their porn. I was raised off of good Bang Bros. I love that Bang shit. Brothers. Have a good lot of good shit. Mm, mm, mm. Naughty Americans and all this shit. Okay, New York Times reporter says they've under- uncovered a new sexual misconduct claim against Kavanaugh. We gonna get you, goddammit. Kavan- 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 this is it. They're not, no. This is it for him. Okay. Think that if you want to. Okay. In sad news, sad light skinned man news, <sighs> Terrence Howard says he's retiring from acting. After Empire's ends. Fuck. I love you, Terrence Howard. You're the greatest light skin. Why is he retiring? He said he's tired of being fake characters. He wants to be a truthful character. A truthful person. Nigga, you are a fucking actor. (laughs) Donald Trump won't give temporary protection for the Bohemian victims of Hurricane Dorian. I.e. Bahama folks. That's fucked up. That is fucked up. Like my nigga, how 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 can you turn away people in a time of crisis? Fuck America. Speaking of fucking America, Michael Jackson's former bodyguard is to serve up to eighteen years for armed robbery. Michael Jackson, former bodyguard. 
I don't believe the story. I need a documentary <laughs> to come out and tell me about it. What happened here? Uh, Disney CEO Bob Iger resigns from Apple's board of directors. Says uh, Apple says that the SEC filing on Friday, Apple and Disney stocks were unchanged, but Disney's new streaming service, Disney Plus, will compete with Apple's new streaming service, mm-hmm. Apple Plus. So he left the border of the other one. So how do we have one big business working with another big business and they're on the same boards? Something don't sound right there. That Apple Plus is four ninety nine. And so is the Disney one, isn't it? J- no, just like, Disney is seven ninety nine. Oh, oh. Or six ninety nine. We're even cheaper. And we got Oprah. <laughs> but they got Jason Momoa has a, his own show on that Apple. Nigga, you ain't even watch Op- Aquaman. <laughs> Former NFL player Terrell Roberts fatally shot in grandmother's backyard. Damn. I just brought the story because I laughed when I read it. Who shot him? Was it Maybe his grandma? That's what I'm saying. Like, yo, that's kind of important. Marvel Studios reportedly eyeing Denzel Washington for an iconic role. A villain role. I think role, it could be Norman Osborn. A villain role. And they're, the, the rumors are saying they're considered casting a person of color for the roles of Professor X and Magneto in the reboot of X-Men franchise. I think Denzel Washington be Norman Osborn because he can get some waves. <laughs> <laughs> Good news. Taco Bell has launched a new vegetarian menu. Oh, wow. I'm excited. Just... Now I can go back to eating crappy Mexican food wow. again. Wow. You're just going to be shitting all day. Woo. And not from the Taco Bell, but from the vegetarian food. Mm. Leaving Neverland director fires back at Dave Chappelle's Sticks and Stones comments. He says, I don't think Dave Chappelle was very funny or clever (laughs) to do what he did. And you're mocking kids who are raped by famous people. It's like, is that funny? He says. And then, quote, some people think it's funny, but I don't want (laughs) to. I don't. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Anyway, he says his film is not part of council culture. It never says that you shouldn't. It yes, never it says, is. hold on, it says you shouldn't cancel you shouldn't cancel Michael Jackson. And it doesn't say you shouldn't listen to his music. We're just saying that Michael Jackson was a famous man and he used his influence to suck on little kids' penises and look at their assholes. Well if that shit if that fucking movie ain't a part of cancel culture, it's damn near close as the cousin of cancel culture. Didn't God HBO damn it. pull the movie? I don't know. I remember HBO pulling the movie saying that something was wrong People with it. Suck, nigga. Yeah. You you know what the They fuck found the dudes doing. was lying. Right, fool. OG cast members of Love and Hip Hop New York, Jim Jones and Chrissy, are returning for a tenth season. Nice. God damn it, Jim Jones, you was doing so good. Now nah. you gotta go back to smoking crack. No, nah, they need <laughs> throwing water, but they need these checks. I mean, look at Joel Santana. I don't know, El Chapo, uh, Jim Jones, El Chapo album came out this year and it was good. But this is a good time to get back on there. It's more publicity. Publicity. Yeah, blah, blah 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 blah. Hey, she got some big ass titties too. There you go. Popeye's chicken sandwich is hurting military readiness. That's all you need to know. Bring about your that. own bun. It hurts my feelings too. And for my final quick hits, Diddy and Lori Harvey is spotted on vacation in Mexico. He is getting that young pussy. I can't be mad at so, him. So get that ass, boy. At some point, we gotta we gotta just say, look, we understand. Women, it's cool to be empowered. It's cool that you're doing what you want to do. But women also like money mm. you know what i'm saying like i've heard a lot of people say that rick ross is sexy and he's ugly for the most part you know we can't really shame Lori harvey for getting these checks i can't be mad at that 
Should we really shame Diddy for fucking her? No, I can't. Cause she that. willingly came again and made and him again. come again and again. Exactly. So I ain't mad at it. Shout Fuck out it. to you know Diddy. Shout out to Lori Harvey. I hope both of y'all get what y'all want mutually. He ain't, yeah. well, Casey, Cassie left him so. So? Cassie, Cassie went off and got a whole family. That's a whole. She got pregnant. She got engaged. <laughs> Shit, her life is great now. That's good. I'm just saying. Who are we to judge? We are not. Just wouldn't be my daughter. I whoop that nigga's ass. Eh, she's Unless he now. paid me. That's where the extra money came from. <laughs> Steve Harvey got money. Oh yeah, she is rich. No, I'm just saying, if it was my daughter, like. You ain't gonna fuck my daughter. She's as of age. Damn, that's what happened with R. Kelly, huh? No. <laughs> they no, were like, please is. fuck my daughter. Oh, yeah, they did bring it yeah. to Sacrifice, here you go. Y'all she just was. don't want to believe the truth. Um, you don't she's, believe she's as of age, though, show. Well, I mean, I know that. I'm just, well, no, wait. Diddy is way older than her. But she's, uh, she's an adult. I get that. But at some point, there's got to be a cutoff for an old geezer fucking this young chick, right? Like what is he doing? He just like to entertain women. I mean, if they get married, then what? They not getting married. Never know. Diddy is not gonna marry that girl, and that girl shouldn't marry Diddy. But if she do, don't sign the prenup. <laughs> she in it for the money, my nigga. Fuck it. Be honest about this shit. That's what's wrong <laughs> How do with the you world. Feel about this show, bro. I enjoyed this show, and I hope it. I hope you guys enjoyed it too. We I hope took it, it come out right. Yeah, we took it all over the place. I mean, that, shout out to Mister uh, On Point from the Conversation Carnage for giving us that letter and also being part of that skit. Yeah. Um, Hopefully, y'all like the skit. Yeah, that was we written. Did while. It was written by uh, <laughs> Cole Jackson and well, heavily edited by Shogun. <laughs> it was <laughs> the original one was way worse. It was we was crossing the line that that. Uh, Should we whisper what it was? I ain't gonna whisper. I can tell it what it was. No, I ain't tell him. The original skit, I wrote a skit where we were. I was going to debate Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. and I made. I was making some some jokes that made with some cringy jokes about shooting, mm-hmm. and we had to switch it, which is fine. But I mean, if I, you would like to hear that version. <laughs> yeah, if you want to hear, if you want to hear what we recorded, because we recorded a nice chunk of it, and I saved it, and um. If you want to hear it, let us know. We might send it to you. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but I'm not putting this on you. But Shogun was Shogun was no. Cringy. I I did not. I he was, was not very agreeing. uncomfortable with yeah. it. And the cool thing about it is, if it makes him uncomfortable, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it'll make a lot of other people uncomfortable. So I was so just like, Yerp. he's like, I don't know, we should. I don't know, we do this, dog. But <laughs> we, I'm sure there is a way to make that funny. I just didn't know how to do it. <laughs> I'm telling you now, we get on HBO. We'll have gonna writers. Be, this is gonna be a. I'm writing shit. Exactly, we'll have writers. But I'm telling you, if we if we get on HBO, that skit's happening. All right. Well, it was cringy. It was he was cringy. Not to say anything that was something bad or wrong about it, but he was nah, a little cringy it was, about it. Was, it, it, was, so. it was. It was. Ooh. <sighs> I was. Going, I wasn't ready for the flagrant. I was that. going hard. Yeah. So we switched it up. It's all good. Yeah. Until next week, please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends about it. You know, keep us in your thoughts, prayers, and all that good old stuff. Email us too. Send us emails at g u b m i n t s p e a k. That's government speak at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. 
You can send us voicemails. You can check us out on Instagram. That's the government name podcast. And if you've enjoyed this, make sure you send this out to at least two of your friends. We might actually jump into your DMs and send you some money like the uh, BBT bank did. And tell you friends to get in my DMs because I'm. Oh, we won't. Oh. No, I'm just saying I won't send them money. If you got friends, then get in my DMs. I'm single. That's it. That could be fixed, but that's a choice. <laughs> BYJ Radio. I thought you were going to say something else. Good evening. But <laughs> <laughs> just went straight into it. Shit. Good evening. This is the Cole Jackson presidential debate mulligan. Cole Jackson could not be there at the Democratic National Debate. So we had to make up a do-over for him. So, Cole Jackson, we'd like to introduce you to our studio audience. Hey, everybody. It's me, Cole. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Go on. Go on. You don't have to. Go on. Hmm. So, I just want everybody to know that I missed Thursday's debate. Mm. I was supposed to be there. Uh, but guess what? Those guys are a bunch of amateurs. Mm. They're a bunch of hacks. And I decided to make sure that I, that I did this from the podcast that I started when I announced my presidency. So, gotcha. therefore, according to circumstances, I'm ready to debate whoever you have here for me. Some would say that you are the hack and you're not mustering up enough steam to be on that stage with everybody else. First of all, they're racist. Mm. Anybody who says things like that about me, because I'm black. Clearly, they're racist. Mm. They're saying racist things about me. Nobody said anything about race. Of course they did. Other than you. You just said race. I said race. Responding to what what you said. So what you trying to say? I run? Run a lot because I'm black? What you trying to say, man? I haven't seen you run. You're not Kenyan, so you're probably not a good runner. And I'm not in Boston Marathon either. So, therefore, according to circumstances, look, I'm here to get my debate part of it out of the way. Mm. So, I thought that maybe you guys could bring somebody on here and maybe I could debate them. And you can see that I'm the right candidate for 2020. Forget Andrew Yang, that fucking hack. Wow. Yeah, he's an asshole. He's wow. paying for votes, man. I mean, $1,000 would help me out. Look, I got 25 right now. That's not and a thousand. And a blunt. And a blunt? Mm. Then I'll talk to you later. Right. So let me introduce your <laughs> opponent. Coming from the right side of the, the audience, we have. My name, my name is Bubba. <laughs> That's all I'm willing to give you for the government. Can't find me. Okay. Wow. Oh, you're one of those. Mm. Good job. Bubba, I, re- I, re- Good I respect Good job, you. Shogun. This is an alley-oop. I respect you, Bubba. Wait, let me guess. You got a mega head in your truck, right? Yes. Wow. Wow. Sounds like a fine fellow. And I- a mega bumper sticker. As the moderator, I will ask you a few questions. Cole Jackson, you run from president. You should answer these questions, Bubba. Chime in and answer these questions as well. This is a friendly debate. You know the rules. All right. Question number one. Should student loan debt be easier to discharge in a bankruptcy? Cole Jackson. Of course. I what? mean, think about it. You want to get rid of your debt? Mm-hmm. Student loan debt is debt. Mm-hmm. You go bankrupt, there you have it. You can get rid of it. No problem. I've had several student loans that I'm still paying off to this day. Thinking about if I wasn't running for president, would have went bankrupt a long time ago. You can't. <laughs> Look, let me tell you something. I can't flip bricks. 
on regular money. I need student loan money to flip these old shit. I just told him so. Yeah. Well, I mean, I couldn't be able to do the educational things that I needed to do mm. in college without my student loans. Mm. But the debt's so high, and it's so much of it, mm. that I, I had no choice but, to, you know, I'm trying to pay it back. Still in default. It's all good. All right. Bubba, how do you feel about bankruptcy and student loans? I believe that men should pay their debts off all the time. Right. I don't believe in the government yep. helping pay no money back. Yep. You asked for that money. They gave you that money. You spent that money. You need to pay that money back. Sounds fair to me. Bubba, you look like a man of many talents. I the am. last time you went to college. I don't, I don't believe in college. Of course not. Why is that, Bubba? Because it's just another tool for the government to know where I am. Mm. There's a schedule. I don't like that. Mm. You were sleeping with your mama until you were 13, were you? Hey, hey, hey look, stop the personal attacks. I didn't go to college. I'm perfectly fine. I'm here debating. He's got a point. He's on the stage. Wow. Fighting against you hmm. for the presidency of America. That easy, huh? Well, some could say that about yourself. Uh. So, what next hack. question. Come on. Should Americans have the right to health care, Bubba? Health care is not a right. Health care is something you get if you work hard, you pick yourself up by your bootstraps, and you get a job. If you don't get a job, then you die. That's what happened back there in the coal mines. You know how many bodies they drug up out the coal mines? Many. Several, many right? Those black lungs. Mm. They were weak. Mm. We need strong people, and if you're weak, you die. No. Health care is not a right. You need to afford the health care or you don't get it. Bubba, you mentioned bootstraps, but you're currently wearing the sandals. Cole Jackson, how do you feel about the right to health care? Well, clearly, as you can see from my opponent's weight size, he don't care nothing about no health. Wow. Look at him. He's wow. huge. Really? I mean, come on. But when's the last time you had a salad, huh? Look at you. You're missing the point. You. <laughs> it's not about whether you apply the health care. It's about whether the government should be giving it to you. Mm. I do what I want with my body. Mm. I'm sure you do. So you don't have the freedom of choice? You are a vegetarian, are you not? I am. But that that shouldn't have anything to do with my presence. Well, that's an alternative now, living compared to everybody else in the world. You know what else is alternative living? Tell me. Smoking weed. Doing cocaine. So we shouldn't be able to smoke Look, weed and do you cocaine? You should be able to do what you want to do. Look, that's what Bubba's saying. No. Bubba is over here being Bubba. I so have how to, do you feel about healthcare? I feel like everybody should have it. Mm. How can I go fuck raw <laughs> if I ain't got nowhere to go to that's take That's a personal choice. What? Why does the government I, have to jump into your personal business? I'm fucking raw out here in these streets, nigga. And the government's not telling you to do that. I, I can't gangbang. I can't want to if I don't have health care. If hmm. I get shot, I want to die in a bed at least. Bubba, how do you feel about that? About gang bangs? Yeah. I don't do gang bangs. Not anymore. Hmm. I figured that would be the answer. Hmm. Bubba, I got to ask you. Should vaping with e-cigarettes, should it be safe? Should we ban e-cigarettes? Absolutely not. Hmm. We should be able to vape. We should be able to smoke e-cigs. We should be able to smoke meth. Heroin, yep. cocaine, right. we should be able okay, to... Okay, okay. Uh, Cole Jackson, how do you feel about banning e heroin? Really? Heroin. You're heroin. A, you're a president candidate. 
and you're saying we should be able to smoke heroin. That's how important I think body autonomy is. We should be able to do what we want to do, even Ooh. if it murders you slowly. Wow, wow. I got to agree with him. He kind of makes the point. Kind of makes the point. I can't get high if I roll up a blunt. I can't just buy c- cigars and roll my blunts. I need to e-vape. I got to have a pen to be able to get my THC. Mm. What do you expect? You think I'm going to go out here in these streets and get caught? I'm a presidential candidate for crying out loud. I can't be smoking smoking weed out there like that regular. I got to have my e I got to have my e-cigs to be able to smoke my weed. Now, unlike my I guess opponent over here, clearly, clearly, he does a lot of other things that I just don't approve of, approve of. But e-cigs, they're yummy. Let the kids like them. Why not? They have an age rating on them. You can't be younger than 18 to purchase an e-cigarette. Oh, shit. Hey, get that shit from my son. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, of course. 18, right? Mm. Damn. Well, shit. <laughs> well, just, uh, I'm, but they're yummy. And they're good for the economy. And that's what we want. We want to bolster the economy, don't we? We want the economy to rise up. Is that right, Bubba? You want to buy your sheep and your trucks, don't you? I didn't say opiates. Opiates. Also, prescription drugs. You're saying that you should have the right to do this? Yes, these? yes. I, just, I left those out. Oh, this is a fucking alley These guys at the prison? Are you serious? Okay. Um, should police officers wear body cameras, Bubba? I believe in the police. Every time I call the police, they come right up. Johnny, he's the first responder all the time. He comes and we talk, talk a little bit about school days and everything. So I trust the police. I support the police. The police shouldn't have to wear no body cameras for no Black Lives Matter. Whoa. Well, that's, no- that's not the only time the police would have to have a body camera. Anytime they have a traffic stop, those body cameras turn on. I ain't never had no bad traffic stop. All my traffic stops have been normal. I just obey the law. I follow what I'm supposed to do. I do it. The police officer pull me over if I happen to make a mistake. They let me know and let me off with a warning, and I go. Let me ask you this, Bubba. So one of those weekends where you're doing all your opiates and your meth and your heroin and you're riding around and just riding joy riding in your truck, and you get pulled over by Johnny, he just lets you off with a warning? Absolutely. Me and Johnny go way back. Hmm. And that's because you know Johnny. Absolutely. Now, what would happen if somebody of the same caliber and the same stature as yourself who doesn't know Johnny doing the same thing gets stopped by that police officer? All I can say is them ain't my problems Mm. because I know Johnny. So, no, police officers should not have body cameras. To catch you while you're doing your illegal activity. I got you. Cole Jackson, how do you feel about body cameras? Look at me. Look at me, Shogun. Yes, sir. Do you think I need body cameras? Yes. Okay. Next question. All right. I'm black as hell. <laughs> They'll kill me. What color are you, Bubba? All right. Why you got to bring race into this? <laughs> you did Always men- bringing race. You did mention Black Lives Matter, so clearly you are the That's one an brought- organization. That's not race. Mm. That's the name of an organization. I done seen that- whites. I done seen blacks. I done seen Latinas all in the Black Lives Matter. That don't got nothing to do with race. Wait, what was Latino over your house? I've seen them in the Black Lives Matter. Oh, you talking about Latino. Oh, Latina, that's... Well, Johnny, I got something (laughs) that might be up your alley. Should we have more gun control laws in the United States? No more gun control laws. No, I should be able to have whatever I want. As a matter of fact, I think the laws we have are too strict. Mm. I would like to have a rocket launcher, Mm. grenades, a tank, 
This is for the apocalypse. This is for when the government begins to try to outrun us. We need to be able to protect ourselves. My AR-15 ain't enough. My 20 AR-15s, to be precise. Where do you keep those? I keep them locked up in several gun safes that I own across my property and buried under the ground. And where is that property? Why would I tell you that? This just, just The government don't, don't need to know where I'm at. You have a smartphone. It's not smart. This looks like it. <laughs> kind of like your dad. Cole Jackson, should we have more gun control laws in the United States? I think the ones that we have now are all right. I can still gangbang like I want to. Not have to worry about a lot of stupid stuff. So, yeah, I feel like the, uh, more. What more can we do? We can. How, look, look, man. Mm. How am I supposed to protect my set if I ain't able to carry my gun? Wait, I'm present for president. I can't do that anymore. I mean, your, your set would be t- protecting you, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah. But gun control, who cares? Nobody cares about that. You know what everybody cares about? Popeye's chicken. Everybody wants to. Uh, that's. Gun control's great. I need these Popeye chicken sandwiches back. I'm not bringing my own bun anymore. I need I need my own. Uh, I need Popeyes. If you're listening to me, this is candidate Cole Jackson asking you to bring back the Popeyes chicken sandwiches. I don't eat them, but I need them. How am I supposed to go and get people to? When how am I supposed to sign people up to vote if they don't have the chicken sandwiches so I can have the lines? I need these voters. The black vote counts. We got one last question for you, fellas. All of these questions come from ProCon.org. My last question is, should abortion be illegal in the United States? Hell no. I can't fuck with no rubber. What do you expect? Hmm. We need... Wait. (laughs) My publicist says that's bad. Uh, Pass. This is a presidential debate. Uh, Bubba. How do you feel about abortion? I think life is the utmost important thing that we have. And I believe that every baby mm. conceived should be here. No questions asked. So you value life, but yet you have 20 AR-15s. Yes. Okay. And you do meth, heroin, and all that. I did not say that I do those drugs. Y'all said I do those drugs. Well, you got pulled over by Johnny that one time. Johnny Law, that is. Mm-hmm. That was hypothetical. Ah. Hypothetically. So you never went to a high school. You never went to high school with a Johnny. Who I know to- Johnny, and he's a police officer now. From way back. Mm-hmm. Well, America, these are your candidates. Choose wisely. Vote for me. I will bring the chicken sandwiches back. Educate yourself. I will bring the chicken sandwiches back. Just let you know. And for everybody who everybody who signs up on my website, BYKRadio.net or ColeJacksonForPresident.com, you will get a chance to get $50 a month unprecedented. That's literally $50 illegal. a month. That's illegal. Andrew Yang did it. Oh, so he better than me because he's Asian? Well, he knows that. He can afford $1,000. You know, he's a doctor and a damn lawyer and a fucking cook. What do you expect? Uh, vote for Bubba. Taxation is theft Uh, The government should go down And if you vote for me Every system with a name in it I'm getting rid of it Choose wisely America Educate yourself Vote for me Cole Jackson God bless you 
And God bless my cribs. <laughs>